Well, good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Delete as appropriate. Sometimes you give people a shout out, even if they may not listen. This is the Geek Out Loud podcast. Again, everyone, and welcome to Geek Out Loud, old episode 288, on the march to 300, just now realizing. And, uh, of course, when we get to 300, we'll all get to shout, this is Sparta. Um, you know, there's a Sparta, Georgia, I think, somewhere. There's a Spartanburg, South Carolina. Is there a Sparta, Georgia? It sounds familiar. It sounds like one of those weird little towns over northeast Georgia, just kind of there. You know, kind of like a hull. Anyone ever been to Hull? You know where Hull is? Hull, Georgia? It's there. I'm Steve Glosson. I'm in Rome, Georgia, at the Wilbur Heath Memorial Studio set up here recording for you live at Mixer.com slash Goliver. So glad to have everyone along with us who is checking us out live. Um, <clears throat> I'm, it's interesting. I can't really see who's in the chat. Oh, there we go. We got a good little, got a good little crowd here this afternoon, hoping for a few more. To pop in as we go along today. It is an afternoon recording, which means not everybody's able to listen live. And of course, apparently today is St. Patrick's Day. Not a day that I necessarily celebrate all that much, um, but it's happening regardless. And who can stop it? Nobody. You're not you're not strong enough to stop St. Patrick's Day. I'm not strong enough to stop St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day is happening, whether we like it or not. And so you know what? In the words of the great Ric Flair, whether you like it or you don't, learn to love it because it's the best thing going today. Now, those who are listening live, uh, there's some folks saying we need the volume up a little bit. The, I've got everything cranked as loud as I can possibly get it. What we're dealing with here, what we have here is there is some setting somewhere um, that I cannot find to adjust properly. Um, there's something somewhere that the minute things begin to get recording and all that stuff, uh, it just, it, it's a, it, it quiets everything down for some reason. And I don't know why. Um, <clears throat> so look, if you can stop St. Patrick's day, you can probably tell me what I need to do to get the volume up on, uh, on the output on the computer, because, this is what you got. Every time I go to uh, to even um, edit, I have to end up uh, jacking the sound up on things. So, um, you know, editing require editing a lot of, for me these days. Editing is a lot of uh, volume control. So that's where I'm at on that. Where are you at on that? Where? <laughs> what's hey? What's your deal? You know, uh, that's what if that's how we said how how you doing? Hey. What's your deal? Usually when you say, what's your deal, it means there's something wrong or the person is acting like there's something wrong and it's kind of a smart look way to say it. Why am I explaining English colloquialisms to you? Um, 
hey, what's your deal? That That's a fun thing. I, I think that maybe we should start doing that in the old Goldiverse. Hey, what's your deal? What's your deal? Hey, what's your deal? Good to have everyone with us is my point. Uh, I say all that to say welcome to Geek Out Loud. <laughs> You're, is it the safe place to geek out on the internet? I don't know. I don't know. I know that we endeavor to make it so. In fact, how much do we endeavor to make it so? Back in February, uh, over on the Patreon, Dave Jones and I watched the Daredevil director's cut and had nary a negative word to say about it outside of some poorly produced special effects. And we had a we had a good old time. We had a large time talking about that. And uh, we're, we've got more coming up this month. Dave Jones and I, Lord willing... We'll sit down and uh, watch together Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. So we're looking forward to that and hope that you will join us there on Patreon at the Movies with Steve level. We're we're having a great time, Dave and I, doing that. And, and we thank everyone who supports us over at patreon.com slash geekoutloud. Uh, this episode's feature supporter is one James Young. James controls electricity without cables. He can create it, use it, launch it from his fingers like the Emperor in Star Wars, and he can even charge his phone if he needs to. That's James Young, uh, proud supporter of the Goliverse at patreon.com slash geekoutloud. And that's one of the ways you can support us. Um, another way you can support us is uh, by supporting my wife. Uh, you need some collagen in your life? Probably. Um, apparently it's something we all need in our lives. And, uh, my wife has, uh, teamed up and become part of a company that sells not only collagen, but other products, uh, that promote health in a natural way. Um, and, and there are a lot of people who, who absolutely swear by these things. Uh, my, they even make pet stuff, stuff for your animals, uh, who may be aging. And my, my mother-in-law, I'll go ahead and tell you, my mother-in-law's dog, 14 year old, a uh, little bundle of energy, and um, she was getting to where she was getting a little stiff, couldn't jump up on the bed anymore like she used to, and um, our, my mother-in-law began giving her these little drops of, of doggy collagen, if you will, and, um, and, and has seen a remarkable difference in her mobility and her ability to uh, get around. So obviously some of the aches and stuff she was experiencing were gone. I have other friends, people I know personally who... Um, have begun using this product and they're noticing standing up quicker. They're noticing certain aches and pains being gone. Is it for everyone? I don't know, but it may be for you. It's worth a try. It's a healthy uh, alternative to medicines and, and anti-inflammatories and that sort of thing. It really does help by lubricating joints and getting all in there. And uh, people have seen people have seen skin and hair, um, you know, uh, improvement in, in with this stuff. So collagen's one thing. Uh, there are other products that go along with this. The, the Modair has a whole line of cleaning stuff. They have uh, other things that go along with your health. They have different supplements and uh, some really neat drink options. I'm right now drinking something called Go, which is a mix-in. It's got some caffeine. It's a fruit punch. I like the fruit punch flavored one. It's a, it's akin to, um, to other uh, spark-like uh, beverages, if you will, but it is, it's, uh, it's healthy, it's good. And, uh, and it keeps you going. They also have some, they, they just got a great role. If you want to know more, here's what you do. Go to Instagram and follow at Haley Glosson. That's H A Y L E Y G L O S S O N. 
and uh, go to Instagram and follow her. Reach out to her and let her know that you are interested in maybe trying some of this stuff. When you help her, you help the show. So uh, Instagram.com, Haley Glosson, H-A-Y-L-E-Y-G-L-O-S-S-O-N. And uh, we appreciate you uh, supporting that way. Now, I bring that up immediately out of the gate because we've got a big show. We've got a long, we've got a lot to do. But one of the things that happened over the weekend is Haley and I went up to Charlotte, North Carolina, <clears throat> the home of the great Ric Flair and others. Uh, of course, he's not there anymore. He lives down in Tampa. That's none of my business. My point is this. Uh, Charlotte has a history of uh, a great wrestling history, and we had nothing to do with wrestling while we were there. Uh, my wife had a, a conference that she was a part of in great time. It was It was really good for her, but that left me with a lot of time on my hands not like sticks. I didn't have too much time on my hands, but I had a lot of time on my hands. And so uh, made the best of it by going to one day, uh, plugged into the old GPS, not coordinates, but some search uh, search parameters, and went on a toy hunt. First toy hunt I've done in a long time because, you know, I, I generally know what's around here and know where to go to find things and, and have started more. More of my hunting is online these days, but this was an in-person, physical, live toy hunt. And I hit up three places outside of Charlotte in Gastonia, North Carolina. And I want to give a shout out to each of them because each of them were special in their own way. I started out at Red Genesis. Red Genesis is actually run by a cat who calls himself Red and nice dude, when I got there, he was talking to somebody and they were having a big, long conversation about things. When that guy left, uh, Red's attention was turned to me and he really, truly did give me his full attention. We talked about all kinds of things, collecting and that sort of thing. He was a really good guy and uh, had some fun, had, has a really neat setup in his store because it's a smaller area and he's he's making use of just about every inch of it. And... um. And so it was one of those things where you could walk around two or three times and see something different on the shelves every time. And the thing about Red is he understands what he has, but he's not trying to gouge anybody. You know, he's he's obviously got to keep the doors of his business open, but he's not trying to take anybody for a ride. So he had some really good prices on some fun things. And uh, if you're in the Gastonia, North Carolina area, just check out. It's called Red Genesis and... Uh, he'll even buy your toys and video games. He's got a great video game selection. I'm not too much into the video game side of things, so I didn't get fired up about that, but a lot of great vintage toys and stuff on Wilkinson Boulevard there in uh, in Gastonia, North Carolina. Red Genesis. What I did pick up was uh, a, 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 a kind of a beater. He's not, I'll be honest with you, he's not really much of a beater. He's got tight joints. Uh, there's a little bit of paint wear on his hand and and of course his nose because his nose does because that is kind of a common place for paint wear on this particular figure i'm talking about the vintage return of the jedi jedi luke skywalker i have a hard time if i find a good deal on a jedi luke i have a hard time passing it up i don't need one uh he's not complete by any stretch of the imagination but i just my favorite figures of all time and so i had to pick him up so that was cool was able to grab that. Was able to grab a rando Marvel Legends figure, a random villain named Whirlwind. Uh, Whirlwind is one of those guys that I'm sure he started out formidable, uh, but just wasn't one that got focused on a lot in 
the old days and kind of became almost a little bit of a joke. I don't even know if he's affiliated with a team like the Masters of Evil or anything, but I'm a sucker for the random like Marvel characters, you know, in in action figure form, whether it's villains or or superheroes. So like when I see that they were doing an orb coming up in in a in a recent wave, you know, I'm like, oh, I want to pre-order it, but they're so expensive anymore. Um, Egghead, they've got coming out in a in an upcoming wave. Um, what a random random character. So. Um, then you've got uh, then you've got things like Stiltman, who was a build a figure. Stiltman was super formidable against Daredevil in his first appearance, and and he's kind of a joke later on. You know, like he's not really someone that is considered Frogman, uh, Gray Gargoyle, Armadillo was a great build a figure. Zimnu is random, but he didn't seem random at the time when when they released him a few years ago because he was um, he had recently been in the run of the Immortal Hulk, so. Um, and, and what's interesting about Zimnu is he started out his first appearance in any comic book. He was called the Hulk because it was before the Hulk, as we know, it had been, um, had been created and it was in, um, was it tales of suspense or journey into mystery? And there's a story about a dude, uh, uh, this, uh, UFO crashes near space, space, a UFO crashes near his place and um, he finds this alien that he calls the Hulk. And then the Hulk ends up being evil at Zimnu. And then later on, they bring Zimnu back. What am I talking about? Um, I also picked up an, another random figure that was a Buck Rogers from the Buck Rogers line that when I grabbed it, it was in a little baggie. And when I grabbed it, I said, is this a Battlestar figure? Because I was just kind of, at that point, I was like, it's time to go. I've been there for a little bit. And, um... He's like, yeah, I think that is Battlestar. So I just grabbed it. It was cheap, and, you know, it's it's not in the best condition. Turns out it's a Buck Rogers figure, but it's not Buck Rogers. It's a, it's some other guy on the line. It's not Buck or Wilma or Twiggy or Dr. Shivago or whatever the guy's name is. But it is, uh, but it was, it's still a fun little piece of history regardless. And um, not in great shape at all, but, you know, for for the little price, it's not a big deal. It was... It was a fun, but anyhow, fun stop at Red Genesis. Check them out if you're in the Gastonia, North Carolina area. Staying in Gastonia, really just kind of down the road, a place called All Things Collectible. Now, this dude has a great, it's Killer Kane. Um, it's a great, uh, it's a great little, All Things Collectible, great little store. It's almost like someone has a big basement that he was able to set up in, and I think that may be what it is. And uh, very clean, very well lit, very crisp, and and truly all things collectible. There's toys, there's comics, just about any type of trading card you want to get your hands on, particularly modern stuff. Um, all uh, models, Pokemon, um, all kinds of stuff. Just you know, uh, gaming stuff, all all manner of stuff collectible. Great dude. We had a great long talk about all kinds of things, and I was tempted by a box of Supergirl trading cards from Tops back in the 80s. It was a little bit about of, out of my price range, and um, I didn't want to insult the guy by haggling with him. And, there were all, and he also had on the shelf the, the Hulk mini statue by Randy Bowen, uh, which is a great statue, but again, a little pricey. And, um, and I don't really do statues that much. I have like one or two little mini statues uh, that are in the office at my work or here. And, um, 
It, but, you know, it's hard for me to pass up on anything Hulk. But it was still just a little bit out of my price range. And um, and so that's uh, so that was but it was a great place. If you're in the Gastonia, North Carolina area, all things collectible, Red Genesis. And then in downtown Gastonia, North Carolina, uh, ladies and gentlemen, back in time collectibles. Got to get back in time. Uh, back in time collectibles. Now, this is a great store. Again, it's a downtown type spot. Uh, and, and it is on the corner there and wow, what a, wow, what a store. And, and again, they're running the gamut, everything from some vintage stuff to modern stuff, tons of modern stuff. But if you want it, it's there. Uh, He-Man, Transformers, G.I. Joe, Marvel Legends, of course, Star Wars, uh, Pokemon stuff for a lot of Pokemon collectors out there. And then a lot of fun little random things, you know, here and there, just, just different things. And it, it's back in time, um, collectible. So check it out. And, um, and, and if you're in the Gaston area and because here's the thing, while I was there, they had a great little display of Marvel legends, tons of Marvel legends, older and newer, and then on the back of the row where they had Marvel Legends, they had their loose Marvel Legends, all in these cool plastic baggies, of course, you know, they're and and one of the things the, the, the thing that brought me back into collecting modern figures and, and Marvel Legends particularly was Walgreens had an exclusive run of Fantastic Four action figures. They were done up in the classic Fantastic Fours with the light blue um, with, with the really dark blue trim, light blue suits with the dark blue trim, and great Reed Richards with, with interchangeable short and long arms, um, the Invisible Woman, of course, and the thing is what kicked off really, you know, a line of the greatest thing figures of all time. And, and it really is. The paint app is there. The the look was there and, and still is. I it is everything you want a, a thing action figure to be. And he's the one that I saw on the shelf. I was lucky enough to see him on the shelf. So I grabbed him. And um and 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 it just look, you know how it is with us people like me. If we start down a path, it's it's hard to not go down that path all the way. So I started looking for more. I was able to get my hands on a Reed Richards on my honeymoon of all places, found Sue storm, uh, the invisible woman, but the, the Johnny storm from that line eluded me. The human torch from that line eluded me. And because I guess it was short packed, I don't know, but it typically goes for like, even loose will go for like 50 bucks. And I'm sorry, I'm just not paying that for a, for a figure that, that's just not, that's not in my, not in my price range, not in my ideal cost of living aspects, you know, that kind of thing. So there I am just kind of perusing through to see what they've got loose. And there he is, the Walgreens Johnny Storm, the Walgreens Human Torch, swinging from a peg for the price of a standard, um, standard Marvel Legends figure. Great deal on him. I, it's one of those things. It's like 
did I find a Holy Grail? No. Did I find, you know, a a case of vintage Star Wars figures that someone just wanted me to pay 10 bucks for at a yard sale? No. But did I find a figure that is typically going for three times the amount that I paid for it online? Yes, I did. And I got a great deal on him and I came home very happy. And that's from, and the thing I noticed is <clears throat> that, um, that they had a lot of great deals like that. A lot of a lot of reasonable deals on Marvel Legends action figures loose and um and in the uh and in in box. But uh, so if you're in the Gastonia North Carolina area, I commend you those three places. Back in time collectibles, uh Red Genesis and all things collectible. Check them out, especially, you know, Red Genesis, like I say, great dude. If you got some time, go sit and talk to him, buy some stuff from him. He he has he has the right attitude about the collecting market and what it is to be a collector. So check him out if you're around in the area. All things collectible, great dude, great time talking, especially if you're into cards and gaming and that sort of thing. And then back in time collectibles for all things uh, toy. You you definitely want to head down that way. All this episode coming... Oh, by the way, my wife wants me to also express to you, we were had a little date night one night, of course, and um, went out to eat, went down to a little place in, you know, not far from downtown Charlotte, little little area, little trendy little area with, with a bunch of different shops and places to eat and stuff. Had a, had a decent meal, I guess. It, you know what? It was not what I wanted. I'm going to be honest with you. The meal was okay. It wasn't what seemed to be promised by some reviews I had read of the place. But, hey, when you take a, when you take a chance, you take a chance. Take a chance, take a chance, take a chance, chance. When you do that, you do that. And so I got to look at him like, I want some dessert. You know, I want some little sweet. And for whatever reason, I thought, I wonder, I know what it was. They had cookies at this place. They had a cookie that you could buy, get with your meal. And it was not great. It was homemade, but not well done. Not, not a really well done cookie. And I said, I wonder if there's a good cookie place around this part. You know, well, sure enough, we found an insomniac cookies up the road which we were, we began to walk to. Now, Insomniac Cookies, I will commend if you have one in your area. I feel like it's kind of a chain store. If you have one in your area, definitely worth your time. Go get you half a dozen cookies. Maybe get your little ice cream piled on a cookie, a warm cookie. doesn't get much better than that. They'll make sandwiches, cookie sandwiches for you. Uh, they'll deliver. This particular one was delivering until like late at night. That's why it's called Insomniac. But Insomniac Cookie was right next door to Krispy Kreme. Now... We all know the love that Krispy Kreme has been shown by the Big Honkin' Show, by myself. I love donuts. And my wife, it tells me, she's like, well, I never see you really get super... I'm like, listen, I can't be around donuts too much because if I am, it's all over. I will, I will consume the pastries like the fat man that I am. So... Please understand that that's what's going on. So we're headed up. There's a there is a Krispy Kreme right next door, and I got to tell you something straight up. The hot now sign was on. Now I know I know that that is that thing that's like it, it's almost like a moth to a flame when the hot and ready sign is on at at Krispy Kreme. Um, but I got to tell you something. I let the glaze go by. I was on such an ice cream and cookie hunt 
that I said, you know what? I'm going to go on by the hot and ready Krispy Kreme and I'm going to go get me some cookies. And my wife said, do you want a Krispy Kreme? I'm like, no, I don't want a Krispy Kreme. And she stopped in her tracks. And she's like, did you hear yourself just then? Who even are you? And, and I was like, well, and I tried to explain it away, but she would not let me get the, get the word in. She's like, no, I don't, it's like, I don't even know you. You're a, it, like, she, she just stopped short of calling me a fraud because I wouldn't go get a Krispy Kreme, a hot and ready Krispy Kreme donut. No, also, by the way, um, you know, what, what woman who says she loves you tries to plot, tries to just stuff you even fatter with unhealthy food. No one I'm about to go completely get down on some cookies. I was as surprised as anybody to hear those words come out of my mouth, okay? I admit that openly and freely. When I said them, it's almost like I wish I could take them back because I knew. The fat signal went up. That's right, Scott. The fat signal went up. And I ignored it because right next door were those cookies. And you know what? They were warm. They were tasty. There was ice cream to go with them. And in this moment, I regret not getting a warm Krispy Kreme donut or two and getting ice cream to go with the donuts. What have I done? We were at an antique mall, and there was a sign in someone's booth at one of these antique malls that said, "The thing that you're thinking about buying and are going, the thing that you're going home tonight to sleep on, to consider buying, is going to be gone tomorrow, bought by the person who went home last night to think about it." And really, what they were trying to do was get that FOMO, you know, aspect to you. But also there's a word of regret about regret in there. Be careful of the decisions you make because you might under you I could have gotten Krispy Kreme, gone next door, and had some had some ice cream to go with the Krispy Kreme, the warm Krispy Kreme. What have I done? We'll be back after this. As we near the 22nd century, mutated creatures are more prevalent than ever before. First, there was King Kong. 
Japan had Godzilla. Africa had the elephant. As kaiju continue to plague our fragile Earth, we must all remain ever vigilant and be prepared. Remember these safety tips in the event of a kaiju attack. Evacuate major cities. Kaiju have never attacked small rural towns. Get to the country or a farm as fast as possible. Stay away from the ocean. Landlocked areas rarely have anything to fear, as the creatures tend to emerge from the seas. Use women as a distraction. Kaiju seem to be drawn to screaming blondes or tiny twin ladies. Gents, you'll be better protected if you've got a gal handy. If you memorize these simple life-saving steps, you too can live beyond the next kaiju cataclysm. Are you fed up with those annoying Bigfoot? This thing was ten foot tall. He had beautiful hair. I thought he was going to kill my little dog. Save time and money with Sasquatch Stick. The Sasquatch Stick is a revolutionary device that rids your property of those problem Bigfoot. I come out here and rough talk him and run him off. Our product's been successfully used by tens of thousands of people and been positively reviewed on nationwide news programs. I go into this stick. He was standing right there. And I said, get away from here. Get. Get. If you're not 100% satisfied, you'll get your money back guaranteed. Works on most mythic beasts, real or imagined. And he went right back at that path again. Others may cost you $100, but for four easy payments of $19.95, the Sasquatch stick can be yours. Limited time offer, not available in stores. Whether you need to travel for a necessity or just enjoy getting away, taking a trip has never been more affordable. For our 425 rooms to mark our 40th anniversary of being named the best hotel in the area, the Grand is locked in our new low rate. Our vintage hotel with the same furniture and decorations from the 70s, with our free continental breakfast and accompanied oversized swimming pool and hot tub, we're the home of the famous floating sausage. We know you'll love it. Just listen to these satisfied customers. So romantic with the smell of the bacon, the egg, and the chlorine. I love America. Hey, listen, I'm staying at the Grand. They've got a great breakfast buffet. <laughs> you can sit right there in the hot tub yeah. and have your breakfast and listen to some good quality music. This holiday season, if you're looking for a 1972 look, feel, and price, look no further than the Grand. Scott Riven, you're listening to Geek Out Loud. Hey, I can do this show. I can do this show. Welcome back. It's Geek Out Loud, and man, what a... I don't know that we're going to be able to do the fullness of what I'm wanting to do for years now. Well, a couple of years ago on the Big Honkin' Show, we stumbled across... It was Good Mythical Mornings ice cream brackets and candy brackets. Someone had put some candy brackets and ice cream brackets up 
for March Madness. One of the things we like to do in um, in in on Rebel Yell and in Disney Vault Talk and Geek Out Loud back in the day when StarWars.com would put up their character brackets, we'd go through, you know, and kind of make predictions and vote and all this good stuff and talk about it. Um, but I, I love the, I, I love a tournament. I love a bracket and I love geeky type brackets, things that could be done. So yesterday I put out the call initially to, uh, to in, in a text thread with myself and Scott Rifen and Shaz Bazaar put out a, put out a call. Hey, best TV theme songs go. And honestly, when I did that in the back of my mind, I thought, you know what? We can get. 16 20 things and 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 go with it and be done well mr riven being the repository of all things pop culture began to just spew off uh tons and tons and tons and i realized as i'm seeing text after text after text after text come through from scott that this is going to require a little bit more thought on my part so I took all that he and Shaz Bazaar both ended up sending. I, in fact, at one point I had to tell them, okay, you may stop now. I have to get this organized. And I had no idea how I was going to organize it. I had no idea. And I began to think about, okay, I need divisions. We need to do this. Ultimately, we've come up with 64 television theme songs for a March Madness bracket of the best TV theme. It's TV theme madness. Why did I not make a theme song for this? Of all the things I was doing in preparation for this show, uh, getting people to narrow down a few choices for me, asking folks on the Facebook uh, page, the Guardians of Gulliverse Facebook page, uh, sending out text messages, why did I not put together oh, a great TV? What would have been a great TV show theme song, though? A, a TV... Ma a, oh, man. Um, what would be a good March Madness for TV theme song thingy B. Let me see if I can find one here. Here we go. I think this might work. Here we go. Let's see if this will work from, from the great one himself. Look, if you had one shot to sit on your lazy butt and watch all the TV you ever wanted until your brain turned to mush, would you go for it? Or just let it slip. Yo. Remote is ready. Eyes wide, palms are sweaty. The Flintstones on the TV already. Wilma and Betty. No virgin. The channel surfing and I'm HD ready. So I flip. Garbage is all I'm getting. The Simon Cow who folks want to disembowel. He opens his mouth, always says something foul. They're dying, wow. Wannabes are crying now. He votes them out. Time to throw in the towel. Shows based on reality. Oh, the humanity. Oh. That's Couch Potato by Weird Al. And this is the 64 theme playoff bracket. So what are the greatest of all time? Well, I tell you, I there are here's the thing. A lot of us are going to be disappointed by what's not in these brackets because I know that there's so many that got left out just because 
you're, you're, I'm, what I did is I took 16 from, from four different eras of television. And, and the first division we have is, is basically what I'm calling the timeless division. This is anything prior to 1970 that may have actually run through the 70s, potentially into the 80s with some of these things. Uh, even today, there, there, there's a theme on here that lasts to today. Um, so this is anything from, you know, as far back as the forties, you know, up to the seventies. And I try, what I try to do is say, if a show began in this decade, we'll call it a show from that decade, unless it began in the decade and had more shows throughout. For example, Dallas actually began in 79, but it ran through 91. So because Dallas was present through the entire decade of the 80s, the Dallas theme song is in the 80s bracket. So we have the Timeless Division, which is, you know, things before the 70s. We have the 70s um, and we have the 80s. And then we have the 90s and the 2000s. Now, there were some confusion on my last post on the Guardians of Goldverse because I forgot to put and 2000s with it. Um, what I'm really surprised about looking back at this, and I realize there are several 90s theme songs that absolutely got left out. One that I'm kind of kicking myself for, and this comes down to, in trying to get everything prepped, I overlooked a few things and and missed a few things, missed a few of your comments here and there. Uh, these are things that will have to be rectified in the future, I guess. We'll we'll have to do some some battles, some theme battles down the road. Uh, but we're going to so we we've got these we've got these four different divisions, and each division we we seeded the the themes according to. And this was based on a great recommendation by Scott Rifen. Um, we we seeded them according to the number of episodes that aired of that show. Now Scott's rationale was that what you know it's more in the conversation, it's more in the in the atmosphere, it's more in the culture. The longer that show ran, my reasoning was this is the most objective thing I can take and then actually apply to um, seeding these things. So. It actually has nothing to do with the theme itself. It's just it was a way to get these things seated properly. Now, what are we judging the themes on? How much we ultimately it's, do I like them or not? How, how much do I like them? Are there some front runners? There are. Are there some are are there some interesting matchups coming up? There sure are. And I think that's going to be the fun of all of this. So let's begin in our division for the timeless division and uh and let's get into our first our first series here uh first round timeless division uh the number one seed based on the number of episodes that this particular show enjoyed 4,531 episodes of the tonight show with johnny carson now i googled and i wikied and i made sure that this was just with johnny carson he started in the 60s and he was all the way through to the was it the early 90s when he finally hung it up. So you're talking about almost 30 years worth of television by this man um 5 nights a week. Yeah. <clears throat> so 4500 episodes and this is that theme that we're thinking of, a classic classic uh tonight show with Johnny Carson theme.
I mean, everyone here's Johnny. Da, 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 da. I mean, that's a classic, right? Well, the number 16 seed in the timeless category with uh, 64, only 64 episodes, maybe a bit more iconic, maybe one we all like better. It's the Adams family. I mean, classic, classic, classic Adams Family. Uh, so that's our first matchup. And honestly, as I listen to it, for me personally, and, and I'm going to go ahead and say chat right now, please put your... Um, Please put your choice, uh, tonight's show or Adam's family in the chat now for me personally. And I don't want to, I don't want to do anything. Uh, yeah, I mean, that is classic stuff there. The snapping of the fingers. Um, they're ooky and they're spooky. They're all together. Ooky, all that good stuff. So, um, you know, that's kind of the, you know, where I'm, I'm leaning on Adam's family, to be honest with you, even though that Johnny Carson theme, da, 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 da. the chat is going full on Adam's family. I don't know if we'll call it an upset. Uh, don't call it a comeback for sure. Whatever you do. Um, but the Adam's family wins round one. There we go. We're done. We're done with that. We're done with that matchup. Now matchup number two is the match game theme. Now, the thing is, match game had a couple of themes, but I think the most popular match game theme is the one we're about to hear momentarily. Um, it, but with match game, this is one of those that's kind of hard to kind of nail down because you had Gene Rayburn, and then you had the more... I tried to stick the most classic version of the match game, the one that we all know, and I guess that was actually ran more through the 70s than actually prior to the 70s. Uh, but 1,437 episodes of the match game. That's all the Gene Rayburn episodes, basically, as I understand. It was 1,437. And this is the theme uh, from the match game. So, I mean, that's just got that cool. But the match game finds itself at the number two seed against the number 15 seed, which happens to be kind of in all of our wheelhouses, but it only had 79 episodes that aired. Now, ultimately, again, we're not taking into consideration syndication and all these things with these seedings. It just seemed to be a simple, very objective way. I jumped onto the minute Scott suggested it and I really end up being pleased with it. But this is what we end up with. I love that match game theme. I love it. But is this more iconic? Space, the final frontier.
These are the voyages of the starship Enterprise. Its five-year mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no man has gone before. So we've got that Star Trek. I mean, that's the original Star Trek. Of course, listen, the monologue is so uh, iconic. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. It's five-year mission. All that good stuff. And then you've got the woman singing, you know, the, the fifth element, the lady from the fifth element. Oh, look. If you're going iconic, yes, Brian Kemp says it in the chat. If you're going iconic, you got to go Star Trek. But if you're going for what's what which theme slaps the most, I mean, which one gets me bopping the most? By the way, match game, the match game theme won out in a four-way dance against Wheel of Fortune, Jeopardy, and Price is Right uh, when we were doing preliminary setting up of the brackets and everything. More people voted for the match game theme. I was surprised than the Price is Right theme. Um, and the Jeopardy theme was the one that was the other one in really close contention there. So, um, so John Phillips says he's going with match game. Brian Kent says he's going with Star Trek. We've got Star Trek, Star Trek, Star Trek match game. Okay. Uh, I, by the way, you're all eliminated. You're all disqualified, um, because you did not wait until I said, give it to me now chat. I need to hear from you. What do you vote? Star Trek or match game here? In the second, in the second match, in the first round of this thing that it's already maybe boring to everybody. <laughs> Let's go back to playing with action figures and talking about those kinds of things. <laughs> oh wow, match game making a comeback here. Star Trek was getting a lot of love. Brian Kent says match game. Michael Nip comes in with Star Trek. Star Trek Trek. Wow. Okay, so it's going to come down to what I decide, isn't it? Ultimately, that's what it's going to be. We did get a lot of Star Trek up in the top from Lisa. Let's see. Before I ask for it, of course, uh, DF Music, Star Trek. Michael Nippet said Star Trek. Uh, Trek from Lisa Cypher. Trek from Chip. Brian Kent. Trek. 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 Oh. Look, I'm. this is not a hill I'm willing to die on right now. There will probably be moments where I... It all comes down to what I say, ultimately, because I'm the host. But we're going to go with Star Trek on this, which is going to set up an amazing round two fight of themes between the Adams Family and Star Trek. That's going to be amazing. But now we move on to our number three seed, a number three seed who's been going for years and years and years, um, black and white into color. It was gone for a while, came back in the 2000s. It is a timeless show with a timeless theme, um, it is the Doctor Who theme. And I don't really know, um, there's so many ones to go with, but I, I'm going to just go with this one because this one's pretty iconic.
Now that is from like what I remember Doctor Who being like on PBS and everything. Obviously, it's become more orchestral and bigger in in recent years. Um, but that is the that eight hundred and sixty two episodes of Doctor Who versus um, well our number fourteen seed, uh, which just happens to be another of the um, the. The, the, in that vein of that Adams family stuff, it's the Munsters. I mean, the show, The Monsters, actually only ran, you know, it was a short-lived show. It, it ran for 70 episodes, just a few seasons. Um, and, uh, wow, I got it out of order with the Star Trek, though. I'm sorry. Look, Monsters has a better theme, so there, it's higher-seated than Star Trek. Um, but Monsters versus Doctor Who. Now, the problem is, we run into here is, as I said, that Doctor Who theme has over the years. There's a lot of a lot of different versions of that Doctor Who theme. If you go to, uh, you know, those David Tennant years, which were so um, big. And you still get that... Uh, <clears throat> You still get the whole theremin thing going in there, that woo woo, but it's got that orchestral stuff. So, but if you go back to that original Doctor Who, you know, I don't know. I just think there's something about the about just the fun of the monsters theme. Uh oh, sorry. I mean, just classic, classic TV with that Munsters. I, so we've got one Doctor Who. Now, listen, this isn't about what show was better. This is about which theme is better, you know. And uh, and so I, I gotta I gotta say, so right now we're getting more Munsters. A match, yeah. There was an accidental mashup there, of course. However, if someone has the ability to do a Doctor Who Munsters mashup, I will gladly take it. Maybe it could happen. It could happen. We've got Doctor Who. We've got Munsters is catchy. Cliff Barnes is right. You know, Cattleball says it's a tough playoff, but Munsters, Munsters, Doctor Who, Munsters, Munsters. All right, voting is closed. It looks like that Doctor Who loses on that one. It's it's going to be the Munsters. The Munsters moving forward. Now, this is what's interesting. This sets up a potential round three battle that we've all wanted to see for years. The Munsters versus the Adams Family. But first, before we get there, we've got to go through, wow, these two. Um, this is this is an interesting matchup that, that's coming up here because you've got the number four uh, contender, uh, number four seeded Bonanza. Bonanza with over 400 episodes against uh, a, a show that I don't know. They say it's never been off of TV. Um and so I, you know, that's, that's kind of, that's important 
because the because Gilligan's Island is who it was the number thirteen seed here, and um and Gilligan's Island did not have that many episodes. Obviously, Gilligan's Island with ninety eight episodes versus four hundred thirty one of Bonanza, but you're still talking about a show that's never really gone off the air. So. <laughs> It cattle balls before I ever call for voting. Says immediately, don't care, Bonanza. So let's listen to the Bonanza theme song. Here we go. Obviously, that's you know the old. Uh, they lie in boot hills. Oh, what's going on? West. Sorry about that, but you know, Gilligan's Island. Just sit right back and you'll hear a tale, a tale of a fateful trip that started from this tropic point aboard this tiny ship. The mate was a mighty sailor man, skipper brave and sure. Everybody, a three-hour tour. The weather started getting rough. The tiny ship was tossed. If not for the courage of the fearless crew, the middle would be lost. The middle would be lost. The ship set ground on the shore of this uncharted desert isle with Gilligan, the skipper too, a millionaire. I just had to hear if this version had Professor and Marianne or and the rest. Like, why would you say and the rest? You know, you've got what a weird way to start that thing. So so we've opened up voting here in the chat. We're getting Gilligan's Island, Gilligan's Island, but two for Bonanza. Here's my thing with this. Gilligan's Island, of course, because of the lyrics, is singable. It's in the zeitgeist a little more. But Bonanza is just a great classic theme. Wow, everyone's going... I'm really shocked at this one. I really thought that... The the musical out, standout of Bonanza would go over Gilligan, but I I'm gonna go with the chat on this one. We'll give it to Gilligan's Island. It's a funner song because you can sing it. Man, that's a close one for me because I just uh, you know I, I do like that Bonanza theme. Bonanza got chosen of Western of Western films, uh, Western TV shows over like Rawhide and even The Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger is with the William Tell Overture. And so because it's just kind of a classical piece of music that's being used, that's become synonymous with the Lone Ranger, I decided not to go with that. And Rawhide, um, I just said I'll go with Bonanza instead of Rawhide. So I, I and I, I, I could have done it. The chat is wrong. Uh, the people have spoken, but I'm not always going to listen to the people. I just want everyone to prepare your hearts for that moment when the people are not heard. <laughs> Because the Goliverse is not a democracy. Um, the Goliverse is, you know, 
it's a Steveocracy. I was shocked at uh, the amount of episodes that our number five seed had, uh, 274 for the Beverly Hillbillies. It actually started in the 60s, ran up into the 70s. Um, I was surprised that the Beverly Hillbillies had a, a longer run than um, even the Andy Griffith show or or really, I thought they were right around the same as, as like Gilligan's Island and that sort of thing. But uh, no, 274 episodes uh, for the Beverly Hillbillies, and here is their song. Come and listen to my story about a man named Jed. A poor mountaineer barely kept his family fed. And then one day he was shooting at some food, and up through the ground come a bubbling crude. Oil, that is, black gold, Texas tea. Well, the first thing you know, old Jed's a millionaire. The kinfolk said, Jed, move away from there. Said, California is the place you ought to be. So they loaded up the truck and they moved to Beverly Hills, that is, swimming pools, movie stars. The Beverly Hillbilly. And then they go, and then they go off. Then, then we're rocking and rolling. So Beverly Hillbillies is our number four seed, and... Now, ladies and gentlemen, I got to tell you, in the number, uh, in the number twelve seed against the Beverly Hillbillies theme song, with 104 episodes that aired over the course of just four seasons, four or five seasons, it's this, and this is probably going to get my vote. I'm going to tell you, I and, and because I am biased, because I am biased. than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Yes, it's Superman. Strange visitor from another planet who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can change the course of mighty rivers, bend steel in his bare hands, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth, justice, and the American way. Now, I'm going to let... That's the... That's the... That is the, of course, the... Now here's here's what I did. I let the credits play there, the the so you can actually hear the fanfare of the Superman theme from the Adventures of Superman. The listen, the it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman. You know, faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. Iconic, iconic, iconic things that have worked their way into the vernacular. Um, and you have. Uh, of course, you know, the mild-mannered reporter Clark Kent, truth, justice, the American way. Um, so so the opening is, is is iconic in and of itself. Come listen to a story about a man named Jed, a poor mountaineer, barely kept his family fed. Then one day he was shooting at some food when up from the ground came a bubbling crude. Oil, that is, black. Look, just as iconic, I just sang the whole song. 
or the whole first verse there. I, but I love Superman. And the actual orchestral theme for the adventures of Superman is good. It is good. It dun dun and it says Superman. It's it's what every I remember Richard Donner said a good Superman theme is actually going to say the word Superman in it. You know, because he talked about John Williams theme. He says when it when the word comes up on the screen, it goes Superman. So, but this is not that one. This is of course is a different one. But I look, I'm telling you right now. I'm going Superman. I don't. I'm. I'm not even opening the floor for votes. I'm going Adventures of Superman on this, and there are two reasons. One, because it, I like it better, and two, because of what I'm going on this next one. All right, I'm just telling you straight up. I'm about to warm it up, Chris. I'm about to. I'm about to make a matchup that we all want to see. I'm doing this for you, okay? But before I get there, we should let you know that in our number six seed is the theme to Perry Mason. It doesn't seem like it's that iconic until you hear it. I just want to take a minute to get there, okay? I mean, that's a classic kind of old school television theme. It's like you don't know it and then you hear it and you're like, I do know this. And you probably associated it with something else. But that is Perry Mason. He was, that show is number six seed with 271 episodes. With 120 episodes is our 11 seed uh, television show, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm just going to tell you, this is the winner of this bracket. here now that's batman and it's an easy song to remember the lyrics are easy to remember they simply go batman 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 na 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 batman and that's the winner i said of this bracket i meant of this particular matchup now that's what that does is that puts us in round two that's going to put a Superman versus Batman Dawn of Justice. So here we go. If you want to talk about iconic themes, I, I don't know. I honestly don't know that it gets more iconic than this one. Our, our number 10, our, our number seven seed in the, in the timeless TV themes matchup uh, is this one. 
The Andy Griffith Show. Starring Andy Griffith. With Ronnie Howard. Also starring Don Knotts. Okay, so, of course, Andy Griffith theme. Can you whistle it? Can you whistle it, huh? Well, can you? Can you do that? It's just one of those things. It's an. It's so iconic. But here's the thing. In the battle of iconic themes, in a completely different vibe, our number, um, our number ten seed, uh, taking on Andy Griffith here is uh, with 156 episodes total uh, in its original in its original airing is this one. Twilight Zone theme. I mean that the opening of that, of course, is very iconic. Um, but also, as it goes on, it sounds like you're in in Super Mario Brothers three and some of those castle uh, worlds. You know where you're running from ghosts and stuff. That's what it sounds like to me. So, in the chat, wow, we're just leaving Andy Griffith. We're like, forget you, Andy. <laughs> now, Andy, we don't need to be messing around with the Twilight Zone. What am I doing? Why am I trying to do a Don Don? Nip it in the bud. Andy, golly, Barney, I'm not heading over that Twilight Zone. I hear the Twilight Zone, they'll get you. Yeah, so, all right, so it's looking like everyone's saying Twilight Zone. And I'm stepping into the Twilight Zone. What is that song? Oh, now we've got some Andy Griffith coming in. I'm sorry, everyone. Um, As happens to me sometimes, I derail myself, and I've got to see if I have immediate access access to this particular song that I just thought of. Um, mm, nope. 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 No. No. That's not it. Nope. No. Not at all. Nowhere to be found. No. Uh-uh. No, that's not it. Here it is. If I don't play this now, it's going to be in my head the rest of this whole thing. Thank you, John Phillips. It's too late. It's too late. My fear is gone.
right. We have no time for this. We don't have time to be derailed. I'm also getting derailed by Golden Earring. I'm like, do I know anything else by Golden Earring? And I don't think I do. I got Radar Love. That sounds familiar. That sounds like the opening of uh, Sitting Up With The Dead by Ray Stevens. Y'all know that song? Ain't Sitting Up With The Dead No More? I don't know it. I, I feel like I should know it. Oh, I know this. Yeah. That baseline coming in. Look, I'm sorry that I'm unfamiliar with the catalog of Golden Earring. I've been driving all night, my hands wet on the wheel. There's a voice in my head that drives my heel. All right. Got to stop. 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 We don't have time for this. But listen to this now. Hold on. All right, you hear that? Now listen to this. Well, out in the country, we didn't have mortuaries, and so it was always customary for the undertaker to do his job and lay your kin out right there at home. Anyhow, that's Ray Stevens sitting up with the dead. We don't have time for that either, though I wish we did. That's a great song. I love when he <laughs> he cuts through the cemetery, fell. I cut through the cemetery, fell in a hole. It was Uncle Fred's grave, and it was dark and cold. Well, the town drunk dug it, and he dug it too deep. And unbeknownst to me, he's still in there asleep, and I'm sitting there clawing and screaming, trying to get out. And he wakes up and says, "You might as well come on over here and sit down beside me, boy, because you ain't getting out of here tonight." But I did. <laughs> One of my favorite lines of all time. But I did. <laughs> so White Lion covered Radar Love. All right. Good deal. Um, where were we? Voting Andy Griffith versus Twilight Zone. <laughs> all right. Andy Griffith. Andy, one, two, three for Twilight Zone. Four, Twilight. Two, Andy. Three, Andy. Five, tw we'll go Twilight Zone. That's. It looks like everyone has chosen... The Twilight Zone over Andy Griffith goes down to the Twilight Zone. Boy, that would make him mad in real life. Apparently, he wasn't the the happiest of people. Now, this one, I feel like I know exactly where it's going to go, but we need to try it anyway. We have to be faithful to the to the terms and conditions to which we've all agreed. Well, you didn't agree to them. I agreed. But in the number eight slot, uh, the number eight seed is one Green Acres. Here we go. This may be the long version. Everybody, Green Acres is the place to be. Fun living is the life for me. Land spreading out so far and wide. Keep Manhattan, just give me that countryside. New York is where I'd rather stay. I get allergic smelling hay. I just adore a penthouse view. Darling, I love you, but give me Park Avenue. The chores. The stores. 
fresh air. Times Square. You are my wife. Goodbye, city life. Green anchors, we are there. So there you go. I mean, that's classic. I don't know I played the whole thing, but, you know. But that goes up against with 170... You know what? This should have been reversed. Number eight would have been this one, but number nine, Green Acres would have been number nine. Goes against the number eight seed, what should have been the number eight seed, with 172 episodes. Green Acres, 170. This particular show, 172. You know it. Of course, it's Mission Impossible. And this is the original television theme. This isn't any of the new movie stuff. Now, I will say this. Personally, I think I reference the Mission Impossible theme more in my life than I do the Green Acres theme. But as you could hear, I could sing every word of that Green Acres theme. I don't remember much about the show. Uh, I, I, I'd watch it in syndication as a kid, of course. But Mission Impossible, and, and I couldn't tell you one character on Mission Impossible. But again, it's super, both of them very iconic. So Cliff Barnes says, Green Acres for me. Green Acres uh, and Adam's Family were by Vic Mizzy, according to Rifen, of course, the repository of all things pop culture. We've got Mission Impossible, Mission Impossible, Mission 3, 4, uh, five Mission Impossibles, one Green Acres. I'm I'm leaning Mission Impossible just because that's my proclivities. Green Acres is a good song, but I am leaning. I think as far as just great television theme songs, I gotta go Mission Impossible on this one, and let that be that. So, all right. So Mission Impossible wins. Uh, this the final uh of the round one matchups in the timeless division that brings us to the 70s television now 70s television gets a little more whoo gets a little more fighty fighty you know what i'm saying <clears throat> gets a little bit more in your face a little bit right hook left hook kind of some big heavy hitters look i even the, right out of the gate i'm going to tell you straight up i don't know where this one's going to go because i know that there's a certain love for for one of these properties and for the other property you're looking at just a really great jamming theme song. So in the so here we go. Let's just run. Let's run down the the seating here of of where we're at. Our number one seed in the '70s thing with 281 episodes is Hawaii Five-0. The number two seeded '70s TV theme is from Mash. Mash ran for 251 episodes. The Love Boat ran for 250 episodes. It's the number three seed. Happy Days at number four. Three's Company is at number five. Laverne and Shirley at number six. Chips at number seven. Sanford and Son is number eight. Nine is Good Times. The number 10 seed is The Rockford Files. The Muppet Show comes in at the number 11 seed. The Brady Bunch is number 12. Charlie's Angels at number 13 seed with 115 episodes. The Incredible Hulk had 80 episodes. And it is at the number 14 seed. Seated number 15 is Wonder Woman, the Wonder Woman television theme song. And in the number 16 seed, with only 24 episodes airing, Battlestar Galactica. A lot of good 70s stuff here, and there's a lot that did not get put in here. Some of the things that we may associate with the 70s got pushed over into the 80s because of where they ran 
uh, and how much they ran in the 80s uh, versus the 70s. So, um, so there you go. So here we go with our first matchup is Hawaii 5 versus Battlestar Galactica. So let's get there to... Um, here we go. I'm going to tell you straight up, book them, Dano. That is a great theme. That is just a fantastic. I mean, from the minute it just opens up, you're like, I want to jam out to this theme. But then in our number 16 seed is one. I don't know. I don't know where this ranks in terms of <clears throat> the orchestral version, the, the orchestral majesty of it, you know, that sort of thing. But um, it's Battlestar Galactica. I tell you, I do do like this Battlestar Galactica theme. It is to me, it is, it's an iconic science fiction television theme, which really, you know, we should have kind of probably kept some of these things in genre. We should have done best genre, but you know, instead of kind of tackle the all time, because this doesn't seem fair to put Battlestar Galactica up against Hawaii Five-0 the the energy brought by Hawaii Five O the the jam out of Hawaii Five O Scott said Scott Riven of course the the repository of all things uh, pop culture I I don't know because Hawaii Five O's incidental music was also used to create the theme for the CBS special presentations and we talked about that wow we were doing a show and Scott's like hey pull this up and do this at this number and you know and it was it was absolutely there so let's see what we've got here go ahead what do you think um. We've got Battlestar, Battlestar, wow. Uh, Hawaii Five-0, Hawaii Five-0. So we're kind of tied up. Which, uh, DF Music says it was quoted in Phantom Menace. Which one was quoted in Phantom Menace? The, the Hawaii Five-0 or the Battlestar Galactica? And where, by the way? Let me know about that. 
oh, those drums, man. Uh, the drums on Hawaii Five O are just kicking it for me. That that whole percussion situation. Um, mm, oh, I was joking. Okay, I'm I'm torn. So we've got one for Hawaii Five O. We've got one for Battlestar. All right, really quickly. Even if you voted already, go ahead right now and put your votes back in the chat because I don't know on this one. I'm I'm very torn. Because honestly, I want to go Battlestar just because of my friendship with Scott and Shaz. Um, I want I want to. But man, Hawaii Five O, you hate to see him go. I'm going to go ahead and tell you. I know who's going to win the next match matchup, and and no and nobody's going to like it. I don't think so. I'm gonna I'm gonna let the chat have this one. Whatever you choose. I, I will go along with whatever the chat chooses. I'll go along with because in the next matchup, I I'm I know what the, we're just going to go ahead and and just I'm, there's going to be no voting. All right, so here we go. One two three for Battlestar Galactica. Two. Uh, one for five zero. Totally understand. Vote for five zero. So Scott, are you saying you're voting for Hawaii five zero? Wow. I'll give it so it's right now it's two to three for Battlestar. I'll also say this there's a good chance in the round two. I'll tell you this Battlestar's not going to make it past round two. <laughs> uh, just, just so, just know. So, you know what we're going to do? abstaining hawaii five oh my gosh hawaii five oh hawaii so two for five oh three i am now closing the floor for wait a minute one more's come in it's now a tie it's now a tie three for five oh three for battlestar you know what i love battlestar galactica's theme it's going to be hawaii five oh hawaii five oh just because i feel like the next the the it, it it's going to set up a round two battle that's much more interesting I think for me, so in in round two what you have is our number two seed in the seventies television theme oh and it is Mash by the way iconic theme song it doesn't get more iconic in many ways than this I don't like the title of it Suicide is Painless. I can honestly say I I know the theme song, but I don't know that I've ever watched more than like a clip of Mash. Mash was the like one of the first drama comedies, kind of dramedy things that I ever remember. Not I I never really knew what to think about it. So anyhow, our number fifteen seat is this is this lady here, one of the great. I, I'm just going to call this one of the greatest television theme songs of all time. And the wonders you can do Make a 
Scott says he's out. He has to go to a rodeo. It's not his first one. Scott, let me encourage you to do something completely stupid at the rodeo. And when someone looks at you, you're be like, what? It's my first rodeo. <laughs> All right. So I said I've already chosen a winner here on this one. And it is the Wonder Woman television. I'm sorry. Wonder Woman theme trumps the MASH theme. Oh, it may not have been as good a show, may not have been as good as quality of television show, but as far as theme songs go, I, I, again, it's one of the greatest television theme songs of all time. It is Wonder Woman. And what that sets up for us in the next uh, in the next round will be Hawaii Five-0 versus Wonder Woman. Now, again, I believe I know exactly which, 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 uh, <laughs> which theme is going to win the next round as well as we have the Love Boat in our number three seed versus... Our number 14 seed, which will be revealed momentarily once again, um, if you didn't listen closely. But here we go, Love Boat. Here we go. Come on, you know it. Love. Exciting. Exciting and, and new. new. Come along, we're expecting you in love. Life's sweetest reward, let it flow. It floats back to you. The love boat promises something for everyone. Set a course for adventure. Enjoy that while you can, because I don't know that we'll hear it again in this matchup. I may be wrong, but I don't think I am, because this is the number 14 seed, ladies and gentlemen. Or is it? No, no I'm sorry, not number 14 seed. It's the number, uh, yeah, the number 14 seed. Um, Dr. David Banner, physician, scientist, searching for a way to unlock the hidden potential that all humans have. Then an accidental overdose of gamma radiation alters his body chemistry. Now when Dr. Banner becomes angry, outraged, a startling metamorphosis occurs. The creature is driven by rage and pursued by an investigative reporter. Mr. McGee, don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. This is a very extended version of the main theme of the opening theme, but there you go. It's the main titles of the Incredible Hulk. Now look. Love, exciting and new, come aboard, we're expecting you for love. That makes for a great joke, makes for good sing-song stuff, but y'all know me, I, I told you there are going to be moments in this in this uh, competition where it just comes right down to Steve, and I'm sorry, the Incredible Hulk wins the day. 
It just does. It's got the whole piano thing going. It's got the... It's got orchestral stuff happening. It's got the drums kicking. I'm there. Now, Love Boat is more melodic. Yes, you're exactly right. Love Boat is lounge singer melody, ladies and gentlemen. But this is Geek Out Loud, and we're going with the scatterbrained Hulk. So, I'm sorry. I know that makes everyone unhappy, but now we're coming back to things that I don't necessarily care about. Now, look, as we move on the competition, it will be up to you to pick some things. Because where's the sad walking away music? That, you know what? The thing is, is that is the end theme. And I'm really going with opening credits more than end themes here, even though I used the end theme for my Adventures of Superman pick earlier. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, the if you want to if you want to have the Lonely Man theme in there, um, with you know as the as the main theme of the Hulk, I'll accept that, and and I don't know that it gets better than that. So, <clears throat> um, okay, next matchup in the '70s is. Our number four seed, Happy Days, um, wow, versus another great action theme song, uh, Charlie's Angels. So here we go. This is Happy Days. We know this one. We love it. Monday, happy days. Tuesday, Wednesday, happy days. Thursday, Friday, happy days. The weekend comes. My cycle hums. Ready to race to you. These days are Happy and free. Happy days. Look, that is classic. It's doo-wop kind of sound. Oh, happy days. That's It's hard to beat that. And this is the Charlie's Angels. They're up against Charlie's Angels, the Charlie's Angels theme from the 70s. The host has no dog in this fight. Are we going Happy Days with Charlie's Angels? I now open the floor for voting. I see one for Happy Days and one for Charlie's Angels thus far. The sax solo in Happy Days almost got me to swing his vote, says DF Music. But he went Happy Days. There's two for Happy Days, one for Charlie's Angels, two for Charlie's Angels, two for Happy Days. We're tied up right now. Uh, where am I at on a Happy Days? Looking for a vote, looking for a vote, looking for a Happy Days, looking for Charlie's Angels. Put it in the chat, put it in the chat. I'm at a 15, 15, 5, a 25, 20. All right, Happy Days. So we're now at. Two, oh my goodness, I've lost count. <laughs> one for Charlie's Angels, one for Happy Days. Two for Happy Days, two for Charlie's Angels. Three, four, five, six for Happy Days. Four for Charlie's Angels. Seven for Happy Days. We'll call it right there. Seven, best of 11. 
uh, Happy Days will win it. Uh, that's that's interesting. I look, I enjoy the Happy Days theme. I think that Charlie's Angels really fits that later seventies era music. Of course, it sounds kind of in that same vein as the Hulk and and some of these others. You know, it's got that uh, it's got that kind of almost discoy club feel to it. But we'll go with Happy Days. Here we go. Continuing on. This is one that surprised me as far as the the episode counts went because in our number five seed, we have Three's Company, and they're going up against the number 12 seed, the Brady Bunch theme song. So these are two pretty, I think the Brady Bunch is a little more iconic, but uh, we'll see. Here we go. Three's Company, come and knock on our door. Come and knock on our door. We've been waiting for you. Where the kisses are hers and hers and his. Three's company too. Come and dance on our floor. Take a step that is new. All right, so there you go. That's uh, Three's Company. It's pretty iconic. I like the start of that. You know, that kind of thing. But. Uh, I don't know that it gets more iconic than this, ladies and gentlemen. Here's the story of a lovely lady who was bringing up three very lovely girls. All of them had hair of gold, like their mother, the youngest one in curls. It's the story of a man named Brady who was busy with three boys of his own. They were four. Yet they were all alone Till the one day when the lady met this fellow And they knew that it was much more than a hunt That this group must somehow form a family That's the way we all became the Brady Bunch The Brady Bunch all right, so we're already got people going in. They're weighing in. It seems like it's Brady Bunch all the way. Let's see, Brady Bunch. Uh, the call and response, says DF, is kind of interesting in time in Three's Company. Yeah, that's true. Have to go Brady Bunch there. Brady Bunch, Brady Bunch, Brady Bunch. Uh, all right, well, we'll give it to the Brady Bunch. Uh, come and knock on our door. That's not, a, that's not a bad song, though. I'm telling you what, that's not a bad intro. But Brady Bunch... You know what? I get I'm going to say because everybody knows that song so much. And that is the power of um that's that's the power of the power of love cuz I'm your Brady. Oh my gosh. Ladies and gentlemen, the power of bunch. We need a Shaz, I'll give you that one. Cuz I'm your Brady. And you are my Stan. Wasn't that the butcher's name, Stan? Anyhow, um, let's see. Now that brings us now to our next uh, category here in the 70s, our number six seed, as we're rolling along. Actually, rolling along pretty good here. Uh, this is a spinoff of the old Happy Days. Ladies and gentlemen, it is uh, Laverne and Shirley, the Laverne and Shirley theme song. And nothing's happening. Here we go. Five, six, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, Schlemiel, Schlemizel, Heisenberg Incorporated. We're going to do it. Give us any chance, we'll take it. With any rule, we'll 
that's a, I mean, you know, again, iconic, really, you know, the, the opening really is the big one there. That's so iconic. Um, and that's going up against with 120 shows episodes aired. And I know you're going to think I'm going to immediately pick this one, but I promise you, I will not. This is, I'm going to leave this to the chat, ladies and gentlemen, because I sincerely do not know. Here we go. promotional thing there do i love the muppet show yes i love the muppet show ladies and gentlemen there's a better version so i mean you know it look is that classic it, is it one two three four five six seven eight shlemiel shlemazel Haas and Pfeffer Incorporated. No, it's not. I don't, I, I mean, I, let's just be honest about that. But right so far, we've got two for the Muppets, um, three, four for the Muppets, one for Laverne and Shirley. And we'll do it our way. Yes, our way. We'll make it our dreams come true. We'll do it our way. Yes, our way. We'll make it our dreams come true for me and you. I, I don't know. So the chord progression Muppets is cool. Okay. DF music is just breaking it down for us here. Yeah. Laverne and Shirley, two for Laverne. Listen, I know why that vote for Laverne and Shirley just came in. Because I don't like it, Muppets. All right. So no hesitation, Muppets. All right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Schlemiel, Schlemassel. Look, we've got eight for Muppets and three for Laverne and Shirley. we got to go Muppet Show. I'm sorry. I know and understand. I did not vote for that one. I'll let you guys vote because I have been very biased in a few of these. All right. In the number seven slot, in the number seven slot here is a real, what I consider to be a really good theme song, by the way. I, I don't mean to tilt the scales in any one direction. But this is, I, I couldn't tell you much about the show outside of Eric Estrada was on it. Uh, but man, I always remember the theme song and it's a good one. It's chips, ladies and gentlemen.
I just always dug this theme song. It sounds really cool, and it's it's big, it's it's bold, it's like you know, there's just some intense. Uh, uh, yeah, DF Music says the hi hats, the rhythm, the. It it and it 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 almost feels like you're soaring when this theme song. It's just a really great theme song. Now, another here the next one is a show that I'm not really familiar with. I never really watched it a lot, but it has a really cool theme song. the rockford files and i'll tell you what it's just a fun little theme song if i i don't like it doesn't sound like it's about a private investigator does it at all man i don't it it's got that theremin sounding thing going but this has this going on the chips listen that bass going So I look, I'm I'm down to clown either way on this one. Rockford or Chips, the voting is open. We've got Rockford Files, one for Rockford, one for Chips, one for Rockford, one for Chips. Um, an ARP synth. I don't know what that is. Uh let's see. One, two, three for Chips, two for Rockford, four for Chips. Wow, Chips is starting to run away with this thing. We like to get a good re- you hear it a lot in prog rock. Gotcha. ARP sent chips, chips, chips. We're getting a lot of chips. So chips wins that one. That's interesting because hit look, here we go. Eight and nine are two great theme songs from the 70s. Our final matchup. And it's a really this is a good final matchup in this division. This this if we were ending right now, this would be a good main event. In the number eight seed is a show that aired 136 episodes. In the number nine seed, a show that aired 133 episodes. Um, Both iconic, iconic, iconic theme songs. I know that one has probably been sampled uh, more in music since than the other. Um, Comedies, both of them, and both iconic things coming out of those comedies. For one comedy, it was... Uh, this is the big one, Elizabeth. I'm coming home. And the other one was full of dynamite. This is Sanford and Son versus the Good Times theme. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Sanford and Son. <laughs>
Sanford and Son. I mean, look, such a groove. Harmonica's going on. I love it when the tambourine player just kicks in with a little chicka 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 chicka. It's it's a good one. But then you've got this. I mean, from Television City in Hollywood. Making a way when you can. Temporary layoffs. Good times. Easy credit ripoffs. Good times. Sprudging and surviving. Good times. Hanging in a jar. Good times. Ain't we lucky we got them? Good times. I mean. Come on, that's classic. Keeping your head above water, making a way when you can, a temporary layoff. All right, so here we go. I know which one I'm leaning toward, uh, but I am. I, I, I'll be the tiebreaker should we need it. Sanford and Son has two. Good Times has two right now in the chat. Um, goodness gracious, I, I don't. I just don't know. These are. This is the. This is quite the. Quite the battle. Oh, that's a poor quality of that there. So I won't worry about that. Good times, just like we're having here. Wow, three for good times, two for Sanford and Son. It does sound like a didgeridoo almost. Wow, good times by Lisa Cybercombe. So four for good times, two for Sanford and Son. looks like the the voting is slowing down here why does michael nip show up in my chat like 500 times he must have signed out and signed back in all right well i tell you what we're gonna close her on down then good times wins that i that's i want to tell you guys something that's a surprise to me my vote would have gone to sanford and son there i think sanford and son is a better theme um i i think i'm sorry three for sanford and son uh, looks like, and then, well, uh oh, then Sanford and Son comes in. Wait a minute. In the last minute thing, we got Sanford and Son has tied it up with good times. And I'm going to cast this, I'm going to cast the deciding vote here. Sanford and Son. I feel like Steve Harvey at a, at a, at a beauty competition. I'm sorry. We had the wrong one. Sanford and Son. I'm giving it to Sanford and Son. Uh, going into round two. So, wow. All right. Well, that's one half of the bracket done in round one. Should we keep going or should we just end the episode here? Uh, because next we've got 80s and then 90s and 2000s. How do I feel about it? We're going on to the 80s, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> uh, we can't do anything without doing the 80s. The 80s are is the era that really shaped me. Uh, as far as my pop culture likes and dislikes go. And there is some great music themes from the 80s. Here's how here's how it all rolls out in the 80s with our seating. Uh, again, remember the seating was based on the number of episodes aired. With 357 episodes, our number one seed is Dallas. Dallas ran through the entirety of the decade of the 80s. It the show actually started in 78 or 79. It ended in 91. 
Um, but we're going to plant it firmly in the era of the 80s. Who Shot JR was an 80s um, iconic thing that still goes on to this day. The number two seed with an incredibly... I mean, this could end up being it running away, the theme song for our number two seed. Uh, with 273 episodes, the long-running Cheers, ladies and gentlemen, Cheers. Uh, number three seed is one that... Again, it's an it's a show that started in the '70s and it ran into the '80s, and there are a couple of like this on this list, and it just seemed that they deserved to be in this competition, and so I stuck them in the '80s uh, because I don't know if there'd been room in the '70s. It it means that like it was just a it was kind of a toss up kind of decision. The Jeffersons with 253 episodes of the number three seed and the number four seed. Uh, Facts of Life, a different stroke spinoff, I believe. 201 episodes of that aired over the course of time. Night Court had 193 episodes and a very familiar theme song. That's our number five seed. The number six seed is the aforementioned Different Strokes. Now, the world don't move to the beat of just one drum. What might be right for you may not be right for some. A man is born, he's a man of means. Then along come two. They got nothing but the dreams, but they got... Different strokes. Um, that is our number six seed. And the number seven seed, again, this one could end up running away with it because of the iconicness of the theme song of the television show, and that is Golden Girls. Number eight, again, this is one that could run away with it, right smack dab in the middle because it's such a cool butt theme song. Magnum P.I. at number eight. At number nine, 147 episodes of The Dukes of Hazard aired. And it may be my walk-off favorite for the uh, decade of the 90s. Number 10 seed is going to be Miami Vice. At number 11 seed with 113 episodes, just like Miami Vice had 113 episodes, uh, we're giving it to the Fall Guy. Fall Guy is in there. I remember someone had said early on, if Fall Guy's not in this thing, it's not a legit competition. Well, there you go. There's the Fall Guy theme song. The number 11 seed of the 80s division at the number 12 seed, 98 episodes aired of the A-Team. Maybe my winner for this whole thing. A-Team is just one of the greatest theme songs of all time for a television show. Now, you've noticed I've said that multiple times in this bracket. The number 13 seeded Fraggle Rock at 96 episodes. Number 14 nine, with 90 episodes was Knight Rider. Number 15 is Airwolf. And number 16, only 44 episodes aired, but the theme song lives on in our hearts and minds uh, even to this day, and that is the theme from The Greatest American Hero. So there are your 16 choices uh, for the 80s themes. I'm sure we missed some of them. Uh, right now, we're going to get into it, though. It is the Here we go. Uh, right out of the gate, one of these great themes is going to be eliminated. It's Dallas in our number one seed. Against the number 16 seeded Greatest American Hero. Here's Dallas. Wait, what just happened? I'm sorry, something weird happened there. That shouldn't have started up at all. All right, let's let's kick this back to here we go. This is Dallas. Dallas. 
Look, that is an absolutely iconic theme song. It's got power. It's got that orchestra going. It's got it's got everything. It feels big. And when Dallas would come on, it was time for me to go to bed as a kid. Um, but every now and again, like if it was like a if there was a holiday or something going on, and it was on that night before, you know, when we'd have school, and it would come on. Um, my dad would always point out the places he'd been to in Dallas. Uh, and you know, we thought, oh, you're an amazing world traveler, father. Uh, as children, <laughs> you've been to this place, this land of Dallas. It's a real land. Um, but uh, golly, that's a that's a great that's a great great song. But Joe Scarberry gave us another theme song in the '80s for a very short lived but really great concept for a television show. Um. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the greatest American hero. Look at what's happened to me. I can't believe it myself. Suddenly I'm up on top of the world. It should have been somebody else. Believe ladies and gentlemen the voting is now open and i gotta tell you straight up my, my heart is torn asunder right now because dallas is such a great great powerful theme it really truly is but you know the greatest american hero just has my heart uh, it is the greatest american hero is kind of that theme song is entrenched in the goliverse you know what i mean like it's time for our real life superhero Believe it or not, I'm walking on it. And it, mm. So I am going to defer to the chat is what I'm going to do. I will not understand. I There's a case to be made for both of these outside of the Goliverse connections. So we've got one for Greatest American Hero. We've got one, two, three, Greatest American Hero, one for Dallas, four, five, Greatest American two for Dallas, Six, seven, eight, greatest American hero. The verses our country. Here's the thing. DF Music makes a great point. It really is the chorus of the song that makes that song so great. Um, look at what happens to me. It really I'll say this: it is very much your standard kind of draggy 80s ballad until you hit that chorus. And then it then it then it does something for us. But everyone says greatest American hero. We got eight for greatest American hero. I don't know if I call that an upset or not, but man, it feels like an upset. The greatest American hero is gonna take it um in the first round. Dallas knocked out just like that. Whew. It's not gonna get any easier, y'all, because here's the thing: greatest American hero can't last. Not with what it's not with the competition coming up. Um, so we begin, our number two seed is, is cheers for crying out loud. You're making your way in the world today. 
everything you've got Taking a break from all your worries Sure would help a lot Wouldn't you like to get away Everybody, you know it. Y'all just gotta sing along with it. All those nights when you've got no light. Oh, I'm sorry. This is the extended version. Excuse me. I didn't realize I'd clicked on the extended version of the Cheers theme. And your third fiance didn't show. Sometimes you everybody go where everybody knows your name. And they're always glad you came. You want to be where you can see the troubles are all the same. You want to go where everybody knows your name. I mean, it's cheers, ladies and gentlemen. It is, it is, it doesn't get much more iconic, but does it get much bolder than this? Airwolf. The number 14, the number 15 seed. How about that, man? That's, I mean, look, very much in, in almost the Dallas theme, uh, you know, just the big, bold, you know that you're in for some type of adventure uh, when it comes to the Airwolf theme. And, and this is one that was repeated by a lot of people when asking for greatest themes of the, uh, of television. Airwolf came up several times in the chat in 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 the text thread in the facebook so here we go cheers or airwolf wow cheers is coming on strong um poor df music it seems like he's getting voted down every time he goes airwolf everyone else is going cheers so we got one two three four five six seven for cheers and then df music 64 out on his own od df out there on his own with airwolf we, there's two for Airwolf. One, two, three, four. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven for Cheers. So we got seven. We, we hit that magic number. Seven for Cheers. We got to give it to Cheers, ladies and gentlemen. Cheers beats out Airwolf in round one. So, you know, not an upset. Number two over number 15. And now <clears throat> the theme song that is honestly part of one of my favorite bits from all of television, which we'll talk about in a moment. It's the Jeffersons. Everybody, here we go. Fish don't fry in the kitchen. 
Beans don't burn on the grill. Took a whole, Took a whole lot, lot of trying. Just to get up Got up it though, didn't you? Now we're up in the big league. Big leagues. Turn Take your turn now. It's you and me, baby. There ain't nothing wrong with that. Well, we're moving on up. Now, one of my favorite bits of all time is, I want to say it was the King of Queens. Here we go. It's a dream he's having. This is so good. Throw your hands up. Throw your hands up. Y'all going to make me lose my mind. He's having a dream. He's walked to his buddy's apartment. Up in here. Up in here. Y'all gonna make me act a fool up in here, up in here. Here we go. And then the Lord said, fish don't fry in the I kitchen. Love it. <laughs> 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 don't burn on the grill. No, they don't. So they don't. Oh, gotta try oh, it. Yes. Oh, yes. Just to get up that hill. Now we're up in the big league. Did not turn it back. I just, I love that he used that whole bit for like in a church situation. Anyhow, uh, that's the, that's the Jefferson's. And, uh, look, I don't know that it gets any better than the baseline that you're about to hear. Doing. Ooh, a lot of technical. Abuse. theme i love the bass line i love it in the background i love when the when the music starts to kind of kick in that's some good stuff man i i do like the night right and and it was perfect for remixing let's just try some things out here Break it down, break it down, break it down. Love it. Love it. I love the Knight Rider theme so very much. I, it's one of my favorites from the 80s. But unfortunately, it's up against the Jefferson. As, as And people have started chiming in already. Jefferson's two, three Jefferson's. One Knight Rider, two Knight Rider, four Jeffersons. So we're at four Jeffersons, two Knight Riders. I'm leaning Knight Rider on this one. Um, 
I love the Jefferson scene. I really do. Beans don't burn in the on the grill. Yeah, Fr- fish don't fry in the kitchen. Beans don't burn in the grill. It took a whole lot of trying, man, just to get up that hill. Um, but Night Rider, man, I, there's just something to me. There's a nostalgia vibe there. There's the draw of uh, that that baseline and the kicking little hi hat and the I, I don't know. Jefferson is just so infectious and human. That's true. It really is. Um, so, but it looks like, and that looks like we're, we're going to go with that. It looks like it's going to be uh, the Jeffersons take that slot. Wow. So the only kind of geek type property that's gotten in so far in the eighties is greatest American hero Knight Rider for the feels. I'm with you, but we're, we're going to go ahead and give it to the Jeffersons. I, that's crazy. Now comes our number four seed. Uh, again, this is um, this is one of those themes that I think everyone thinks they know, and then they try to really sing it, and they don't. There was a really awkward moment on a Gaither video one time where uh, someone opened up singing this, and everyone knew part of it but didn't know the rest. So uh, this is the Facts of Life, classic 80s. Just come on anytime you're ready, Mr. Video. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. The facts of life. There's a time you gotta go and show you grow, and now you know about the facts of life. The facts of life. So that's the facts of life. Classic, 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 classic 80s feel, everything about it. But then you've got uh, you got this. There's a great little there's a great little lead guitar in the background that hits a little on that. It's really fun. Fraggle Rock, the kids eye of the tiger. It really is the kids eye of the tiger. That really it really, that whole starting out Um 
All right, we're hitting Fraggle Rock, Fraggle Rock, Fraggle Rock, Fraggles, Fraggle Rock. Man, it's running away, Fraggle Rock. Fraggle Rock is beating the tar out of Facts of Life. That's where that's where everyone goes down to Fraggle Rock to learn the facts of life. So forget you, Facts of Life. Fraggle Rock takes this particular matchup in the four versus the 13 slot. Now uh, we come back to... Y'all about to if y'all hurt me on this one, it may be that I've decided this one. This may be a Steve's gonna pick it regardless of what y'all <laughs> kind of thing. Um, in the number, uh, where are we at? Number five uh, seed with 193 episodes was Night Court, and it's on. It's taking on the number 12 seeded theme, ladies and gentlemen. My beloved A team. Um, here we go, Night Court. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's Seinfeld before there was a Seinfeld. theme that just kicked in there it's it look y'all it slaps it jams it's a, it's got a cool it's got such a cool vibe to it it really does um but then there's this Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Keep it going. Yes, keep it going. Golly, I love that part of it. Oh man, I just I love it when it breaks it down into that. And um any remix of the A team theme I'm on board with. I I was worried when I started started playing Night Court, but I am I am confident in what I want to see go through. So here we go. It reminds me of the theme you missed. Barney Miller theme would have been a good one. You're right. John Phillips, you're absolutely right. Uh we got A team, one for Night Court, one for A team. Two, three, four, a team, five, a team, six, a team, 
All right, so it looks like 6A team to the two. I pity the fool. <laughs> Do you hate him? No, I don't hate him, but I pity the fool. Yeah, Night. Oh, and then she comes in with Night Court. Three for Night Court, six for A team. Uh, I'm calling myself the seventh for A team. A team wins that one. Um, thank goodness. Good night. I was really worried because you guys, when so many of you earlier went against um, Sanford and Son, I was really shocked by that. Okay, well. Here we go. Um, it, it's so interesting to like listen to these things back to back to back, you know, and just kind of hear, especially with, in the same era, the, the feel of these. Because this is definitely that feel, the, 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 our, next, our next song, I should say, our next theme song, the number six seed, 189 episodes in, in total aired. This has such a uh, the the same feel of all like the Jeffersons and Good Times and and everything else. It's kind of of that similar era. This show started in the seventies, played in deep into the eight, not not super deep in the eighties, but it was more in the eighties than it was in the seventies. And uh, of course, Gary Coleman became a superstar because of it. Um, even got his own cartoon on Saturday mornings, the Gary Coleman Show. Um, anyway, this is uh, different strokes. Now the world don't move to the beat of just one drum What might be right for you may not be right for some It don't matter what you got. So what? And together we'll be partners. So yeah, so that's your different strokes. But then there's this, and this one was one that was. I'm surprised at some of the love that got shown this particular uh, theme because in our uh, in our 80s matchup, in the number 11 seed with 113 episodes comes this guy, the fall guy. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with fire up. I've never been with anything less than a man. So fine. I've been on fire with Sally Field Gone fast with a girl named Bo But somehow they just don't end up as mine It's a death-defying life I lead I take my chances I die for a living in the movies and TV But the hardest thing I ever do Is watch my leading ladies Kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging Much time in school, but I taught ladies plenty. 
That's the fall guy. Um. This is the story of one of America's great unsung heroes. Now, this was Lee Majors, of course. He played the Six Million Dollar Man. I, you know, I pulled up the Six Million Dollar Man theme, and I just, I, I wasn't really blown away with the Six Million Dollar Man because it takes so long to get there, and then once it does, it sounds like a a, a 1960s Hanna Barbera uh, cartoon. Um, the, the, not that I didn't like the Hanna-Barbera cartoons from the 1960s. I'm just saying like, that's what it, it reminds me of. It, it, there's nothing about it. I'll be like, Oh, this is the best. Um, so, uh, so anyhow, back to the fall guy, the fall guy has that, that country theme, you know, and, and if you put it up to the high energy of different strokes, yeah, I can see it. I, I don't know, um, what the, what the love of this theme is other than just kind of the fun of, of singing it, I guess, you know, um, Tenton says it's his walk-in music. I that's weird, man. I just don't get it. Um, so here we go. Let's see. Let's open it for voting. Fall guy. I see one for fall guy. I might have missed it. Let me come up, up here. Different strokes. I don't know if that's a voter. You're saying what we were playing there, Jimmy. Um, the fall guy. That's Michael Nip. Obviously, that's his vote. Different strokes. Seems to have a, a vote there. One, two. Let's see. Lee Majors, see, Lee Majors is a terrible singer. Rifen comes in with different strokes. Um, different strokes, different strokes. It looks like it's going to be different strokes over Fall Guy, which I don't blame you. Dang it, Rifen. <laughs> I, look, just as far as, like, when you play them together, like, here's the thing. A lot of things like the Fall Guy theme song, we remember fondly, individually but when you start to lay them out against other themes like look you like look let's go through this thing you go through in the 80s and you put the fall guy up against dallas dallas wins every time same thing with cheers same thing with the jeffersons maybe fall guy beats facts of life theme night court theme i think fall guy may but i don't know i think night court's got a slaps a little harder than the than the fall guy theme and now you come to this actual matchup different strokes versus the fall guy and I think 18 beats fall. I'm going, I'm going ones we've already talked so far. I think 18 beats fall guy. I think fraggle rock beats fall guy. Night rider and airwolf beat fall guy. Definitely great. So I just think that, that you've got, uh, I think, I think you got to go different strokes on this one straight up. Uh, different strokes wins this one. Um, and the number six seed. So different strokes takes it for number seven versus number 10. It is the Florida battle. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know how this one's going to go at all, to be honest with you. I know how at least two people are going to are, are going to vote. In our number uh, seven, is it our number seven spot? Yes, our number seven spot uh, down in Miami. I believe it all. I believe both of these things take place in Miami. So here you go, our number seven spot, the Golden Girls.
right. So that's the Golden Girls. What's interesting? I think they took place. Correct me if I'm wrong. I believe they were set in Miami, just like the show against uh, the theme against they, which they are they are placed in the number uh, ten slot. Uh, the number ten seed, 113 episodes aired in total, and uh, <laughs> Miami Vice. Could it be any different? Now, obviously, this is going to take a little bit to get into the main thing. As we know from Florida news, I always have to talk over this bit because Lord knows, God forbid I ever get the trimmed down version of the Miami Vice theme. It's one of the reasons people don't like the Big Honkin' Show. Vice, what it's got going for it is the is the kick and beat, the you know the the jamming uh, synth music feel going on. What Golden Girls has for it is that heartstrings tug that everybody loves, you know, and it's a good song. Everyone knows it. And if you threw a party in my everyone you knew, you would see the biggest gift would be from me and the kind of touch would say so. All right, we've got two for Golden Girls. We've got two for Miami Vice. That's three for Golden Girls. Jan Hammer is pronounced Jan Hammer is pronounced John Hammer. I thought it was Van Hammer, but then I remembered no, that's that uh, wrestler from WCW in the late 80s. It does sound like a demo for Phil Collins, which that's fine. I'll take it. Golden Girls, Miami Vice one, Miami Vice. Let's see, I got to come back. I forgot where my count was, by the way. <laughs> Uh, one for Miami Vice, two Miami Vice, one Golden Girls, three, four Golden Girls. I'm sorry. Let me start over. One, one for Miami Vice, two for Miami Vice, one for Golden Girls, two, three Golden Girls, four Golden Girls, three Miami Vice. Anyone else going to ring in on this? Michael Nip and Tenton have gone on home, uh, because they did not like that the fall guy lost. <laughs> so... <laughs> Look, the next one's going to be super hard. I need every I need every, everyone to understand what's about to happen is is I think I'm about to lose either way I'm I lose the next round. So please understand. No one else voting. I'm giving everyone time to let the lag catch up and uh and then we will uh we'll get into our number 8 and 9 seeds. Oh going to be rough i'm just telling y'all it's going to be rough good times in sanford and son was rough i think this is even harder i think i, I think what we have here is a, is another main event of of a bracket so it looks like golden girls wins the day on that one so the golden girls theme is uh going to take that particular battle down and uh the golden girls will fight the the different strokes later on so that'll be fun well now you guys are coming how far behind are you people? Garrison Rifen votes Miami Vice. Well, now, look, 
I I sat here and filibustered to give time for the lag to catch up. And I, I got to say, I, I feel like I gave ample time. So now let's, do we have to do a lag test? No, Cattle Boss came in late. <laughs> All right. I got to stick with the Golden Girls. And I'm so, I'm, Cattle Boss is trying to work. Yeah, some, some people have jobs. Some people have hard labor to do, hard farm labor. And I got to say, Nip, I appreciate you letting me know what Garrison votes, but I, I have to get Garrison... You can't vote for Garrison. This is not the United States of America. This is the Gulliver's. So you can't just willy-nilly bring someone else's vote to the to the ballot box. So it's going to stay Golden Girls, and now my heart is breaking because in the number eight slot is Magnum P.I., ladies and gentlemen. Great, great theme song from the 80s. Here we go. Oh, so good. goodness look i'm I'm just gonna say this i really do feel like that may very well be one of the best theme songs to come out of the 80s obviously it's the show that kept tom Selleck from being indiana jones so we thank it for that but this is not about the show it's about the theme song it's not about the show it's about the theme song and that brings us to our number nine seed just a good old boy never meaning no harm it's all you ever saw Been in trouble with the law Since the day they was born Everybody straightening the curves Straightening the curves Flattening the hills Someday the mountain might get them But the law never will Y'all know it, making their way Making their way The only way they know how that's just a little bit more than the law will allow. Just a good old voice. Wouldn't change as they could. Fighting the system like a two modern day Robin Hood. I mean, y'all, come on now. I'm sorry. It's not easy. It's not an easy pick. You, you've you got one of the greatest 80s theme songs versus another one of the greatest 80s theme songs. It's just, it's not an easy pick. So here we go. Open it up to you guys. We got one for Magnum, two for Dukes of Hazard. Very surprised by that so far. Here's the closing theme for the Dukes of Hazard. And I'll say this, the Dukes of Hazard theme fits the show. I don't know. I, you could have done a more rocking out kind of theme for the Fall Guy, and I think it would have fit the show a little bit better, but... Magnum Dukes, 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 Dukes. Wow, Dukes, Dukes. Oh my goodness. I am shocked. I am really, really shocked. 
we've got magnum one magnum two dukes two magnum three dukes three magnums four five six seven eight dukes wow we hit that seven mark with dukes of hazard dukes takes it uh you know the voting is closed this one was not an easy one and i did not vote understand something i did not vote at all the dukes of hazard now here's what's interesting when we hit round two and i don't know if we'll hit it on this show or not we're gonna have the dukes of hazard <laughs> them duke boys are gonna be fighting them golden girls <laughs> I tell you, sometimes you just don't want to get in a scrap with a granny. Um, all right. That brings us to our final division, round one, final division. And man, uh, I got to tell you something. This is the one that I really, there, there's only one theme in here that I can think of that I am actually caring about moving through the bracket. So we took the 90s and 2000s, put them together because I forgot about TGI Fridays. And what you'll see on here is there's no TGI Fridays. Um, we could have done a full 90s bracket, but I was going by under. I turned my brain off and took suggestions. I need you to understand that. I, I So when you don't hear, um, you know, full, the full house theme or family matters, you know, or whatever the case may be understand that um that's because i kind of turned my brain off and then there's one other glaring omission that did not get put in here because after the fact i came back and saw where it had been mentioned and and it did not get put in here so that is absolutely 100 percent on me so here here is how it shook out in in the seeding of the 90s slash 2000s MacGyver did not get in this at all, by the way, DF Music. That's one that is, is a no omission. Here's, so here's what's got to happen from everybody. There are some of you who are thinking, well, where's this one? Where's this one? Where's this one? That's where you've got to email me in. And, and what will happen is I have plans down the road. For those that we missed, for those, for those that we didn't get, we're going, to, we're going to revisit this concept again because I'm having fun. I'm having fun. All right, so here's 456 episodes go to our first seated uh, show of the 90s and 2000s, and that would be Law and Order in the number one seed. Number two seed, of course, Friends. Uh, number three seed, The Drew Carey Show. Uh, 233 episodes of Drew Carey. I didn't realize that. The 236 episodes of Friends. I didn't realize the Drew Carey Show ran as long as it did. I, I watched a few seasons of it and I really liked it. They did some fun stuff on that show. Uh, X Files is our number four seed, 218 episodes of that. The number five seed with 217 episodes, Smallville. So you know what I want out of life. Uh, that 70 show is number six seed. Number seven seed is uh, Scrubs. Uh, with 182 episodes. Now, number eight and number nine, you know they're always going to fight each other. This is what you need to prepare your heart for is the final battle of the day is going to be Star Trek The Next Generation versus the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer is the 10th seed. Psych comes in at number 11. Angel at number 12. Number 10, Quantum Leap's theme song uh, will come to pass. And then number 14 seed was Chuck. 
which is really short, short skirt and long jacket by Cake. Uh, the number 15 seed, Saved by the Bell. And our number 16 seeded uh, uh, theme is uh, from Game of Thrones. It beat out the Lord of the Rings, uh, Rings of Power theme in a in a side vote to get uh to get put into the bracket so interesting very eclectic mix of music and television shows so uh let's let's get into this thing this of course is the law and order theme song So that's pretty iconic. Don't chong chong, you know, but the dun 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 dun. And then, and here's where Law and Order may be at a bit of a disadvantage. It comes down to the audience of the Geek Out Loud. So, number 16 seated Game of Thrones. I apologize for the bass and that mix on that thing. I, of course, I didn't make it. So, um, but there's your Game of Thrones. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, so, do we go Law and Order? Or do we go Game of Thrones, ladies and gentlemen? That is the question on the table. Uh, so far, we've got Game of Thrones, and that's or we've got the Game of Thrones theme is better, but that's not. I don't know if that's a vote or not, Brian Kent. Uh, so we'll say at least one for Game of Thrones. One for Law and Order. I tend, I tend to lean on the. This is weird because I'm not a big Law and Order fan. I tend to lean on the Law and Order a little bit. Two, three, four for Law and Order. Five for Law and Order. Six for Law and Order. So we've got two for Game of Thrones. Six for Law and Order. So there's our seven for Law and Order. That's kind of been my benchmark kind of idea. If we get to seven for one before the other, uh, we'll give it to that. So that goes to Law and Order, ladies and gentlemen. Law and Order. Wins in the first bracket against Game of Thrones. L and O. That brings us to bracket number two. Whew, this is an inter- Now look, this is a battle, by the way. And this is going to be one that's going to hurt some of y'all. Because what we have here is our number two seed, um, Friends, and their theme song. And I know y'all love some I'll Be There For You. All right, now some of you are saying, "Hey, it's it's friends all the way. It's it's all about friends, and there's nothing that could ever cause me to not vote uh, for friends." Well, 
What about this? Now look, I love Friends, and I love Sa- and and I don't love Saved by the Bell, but I did watch Saved by the Bell. I consider Saved by the Bell as one of the things that killed Saturday morning cartoons, even though I know it was much different than that. But Saved by the Bell has a more kicking theme song to me. So uh, let's see where we're at right now. One for Friends, two for Friends. Uh, John Phillips says Friends and Saved by the Bell. Shoot me now. We got two for Friends, one for Saved by the Bell, three, four for Friends, five for Friends. Saved by the Bell's discount Huey Lewis. It is discount Huey Lewis, but it works. You know what I mean? Like, it is it is that thing that worked for 90s, you know, television and that sort of thing. Their theme, the Friends is more iconic, but which one is better? That's kind of the thing. It's like, we're not really putting any objective objectivity on these particular themes. Sometimes we lean on the iconicness. Sometimes we just lean on how good they are. I mean... You know, I go back to uh, 5-0 in, in Battlestar Galactica. Friends has better orchestration. Come on, man. I really underestimated the audience. I really thought this would be a tough one. I When I saw that these two were going to be matched up, I said, wow, this is going to be one that's going to really tug on the heartstrings of people. But Friends takes it. Friends beats Saved by the Bell. So, for, so far in our 90s and 2000s, it's the higher seas. There's no real upsets just yet. I think maybe this would be, this will end up being one. This really shocked me to be the number three seed with 233 episodes. The Drew Carey Show with Cleveland Rocks. All this energy calling me Back where it comes from It's such a crude attitude It's back where it belongs All the little chicks with the I mean, that, oh, sorry. That was a fun one, and and that was a good show. Uh, but then you got this. This is our number fourteen seated theme song. It is "Short Skirt, Long Jacket" from Chuck. Thorough and sharp as attack. She's playing with her jewelry. 
So that's the Chuck theme. It, 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 now, Michael Nip says, Michael High Nip says, it is a cheap pump. In other words, it's just, it, it's a, it's kind of going for the easy like to use pop music and make it your theme song. I, and look, I, I can't disagree with that, but I also know that's what got you. So let's see where we're at here. The voting is going on. And what we've got so far is one for Chuck, one for Drew, two for Drew. Uh, two for Chuck, three for Drew, three for Chuck. I watched Chuck and have no memory of this theme. Uh, they cut out a lot of the words. It was more just the yeah, they don't have the vocals in there and it just, it goes and it cuts the end with the anyway, Drew, let's see. So that's one. I'm sorry. I got to talking. Uh, one for Chuck, one, two for Drew, two for Chuck, three for Drew, three for Chuck, four for Drew. And, uh, I don't know. I, I do dig that Chuck theme once it kind of gets into it. Um, I like that high trumpet with it. I like the doom, da doom, doom, but the Drew Carey one makes me feel happier. Um, and it really comes down to the visuals of that because they're all dancing, having a great time. Um, you know, there's five for Drew. Uh, okay. So we're at five for Drew, three for Chuck. Let me double check my count. One for Chuck, one, two for Drew, two for Chuck, three for Drew, three for Chuck, four for Drew, five for Drew. So we're at five of three. Um, Let's just call it. We'll call it right there. Slow moving on this one. We will call it Drew Carey beats out Chuck, though. Um, and the show, I think, is a little bit better, too. Chuck just unfortunately had such a, a, a sad a sad end. Here's an interesting matchup just because of the... Um, not because of the songs or anything alike, but because the shows deal with some interesting themes that could uh, be considered in the same universe. So, Kind of science fictiony, and uh, the first, of course, is our um, number four seed. What a freaky opening this thing had. truth is out there ladies and gentlemen look that's iconic it really is it was a great show that ran for quite a long time had two movies come out of it but uh this particular whoo this particular theme might win the day of course it's quantum leap ladies and gentlemen
I tell you what, out of those two, really the more the more fun one is Quantum Leap, isn't it? I, look, do, do are they, is the X Files crazy? To, you know the way it comes on. Is it just a, yes? Is it a great show? Yes. Is it a better show than Quantum Leap? I, they're different shows, obviously. I don't know if it's better or worse, but I'll tell you that Quantum Leap theme just. I think it hits just where it needs to, but it's up to you guys. Quantum Leap 2, Quantum Leap 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, Quantum Leap. Boom, we got there. Quantum Leap beats the X-Files in round one. Oh, that's going to be a fun little matchup, won't it? Quantum Leap versus Drew Carey in round two. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. I just need to go ahead and warn you, I've picked a winner in this particular round. I've already picked the number five seed. The number 12 seed is Angel, the theme from Angel TV show. That's uh yeah that's that's the that's the one that's not going to win. In October of 2001 a little show aired covering the life and times of Clark Kent before he ever stepped into the role of the man we would call Superman. The rule was no flights, no tights. And unfortunately, the show aired in a time where people desperately needed good, clean, wholesome, family fun, and heroes. I say unfortunately because of the events of 9-11 taking place shortly before the airing of the pilot episode of Smallville. And when Smallville aired... And those cold openings would come on those teasers. And then across the sky would come those meteors and you'd hear this. Zero wouldn't stick together, but Smallville would run uh, for 10 seasons, and uh, Smallville wins this particular one. It, there's no way, I'm sorry, there's no way that Angel, the, the theme song from Angel, is going to outdo Save Me uh, from Smallville. Now, 
This next one, I don't know. I, I, I sincerely don't know where this one's about to take us because on one hand, I, I feel like I should know. I know what I like and I know what I think the Goliverse would go for. But hey, I don't want to assume anything because you know what you do when you assume. So in the number six seed, 200 episodes aired of that 70s show. And uh, here we go. So much fun. What a fun song. Now, that is that 70s show, and it aired, I believe, on Fox, and so it had a very wide audience, probably a little bit wider than the show that ran for 120 episodes. It's in our number uh, 11-seated spot, Um, but man, what a show it was. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is the theme um, from Psych. All right, so there you go. Psych or that 70s show. Remember, we're not basing on the show itself. It's the theme, which seems slaps more. It does feel kind of gin blossomy. This is because probably the time of it, it, it came out. I don't think the gin blossoms are still a thing, but it was that... That was kind of what was in vogue was that style of music. Um, you know, when you listen to early Smallville, you get a lot of um, the calling and that and that kind of feel as well. That 70s show, you had to watch the intro to see who was sitting where in the infamous Vista Cruiser. Uh, that 70s show, we got two for Psych, three for that, or sorry, three for Psych, three for that 70s show. Four for 70s show, Wow. Have you guys not watched Psych? I know it's not based on the show. I get that. But if you're not watching Psych, if you haven't watched Psych, let me let me commend to you Psych. You really need to go back and watch Psych. It is such a fun, good show. I've heard it both ways. No, you hadn't. 70 show? Is 70 show really about to beat out Psych for theme song? I'm shocked. I'm absolutely gobsmacked. One, two, three, four, five for 70 show three for psych. I'm just holding out to see if there's any other psych voters because that's kind of where my vote is leaning, but I'm not going to take it away because I just chose Smallville. I'm not taking it away from the, the chat on this. Never seen psych. Oh my goodness. Can I please beg you guys to watch psych? It's on Peacock. Watch psych. In fact, Stop listening to me and go watch Psych. It's that good. All right. It looks like it's going to be that 70s show, though. Man, that's a good show. But it's about the theme. And I do... Look, I think the theme to Psych is better. But 
I'm going to go with the votes here. Trust me on this. I Look, I never tell people, you need to do this. You need to watch Psych. And it's and I'll say this, I don't even think it's one that you have to give like three episodes to. I, it has such a good pilot. Everything is so pretty much well established in the pilot. Now, this, now obviously, the, there's some changes between the pilot and the second episode as far as casting goes. Don't worry about that. It's a whole different character. They don't try to stick a new actor in for a different character. They have a whole new character to play off of. But I'm telling you straight up, it's good stuff. And if you're not hooked by the time you hear this, banana. <laughs> you have no soul. Oh man, it's a great pilot. It's a great pilot. You know, listen, I'm I'm going to say this to everyone. Listen to me. Everyone within the sound of my voice right now, you hear what I'm saying to you. There has been a lot of junk over the past uh 15 years, 15 15 or 16 years of Geek Out Loud that I have sat down and I have watched and I have said, I'm not really into this. I don't like it. And people have said, you've got to get it to at least the fifth episode. You need to get through the first season. You need to get into the second season a little bit. Then it really gets good. And I have plowed through things and suffered through things. I'm telling you this right now. The pilot is good. And it is episodic, but there are through lines, you know, and, oh, and they're, there's running gags. There's, there's, there's emotional tender moments. There's funny stuff. It's good stuff. It, you're not going to get a big gross factor out of it. There's nothing like nasty or vulgar. You know, it's not like it, it's, it's honestly, for the most part, I think it's something you can watch with kids. I don't think it's now they're not going to get some of the jokes and stuff that you get because they're very, you know, these are guys who were fans of eighties pop culture and stuff. And so, but the pop, it's not like a, it's not like a Goldberg's, and it's not set in the 80s, but it's not like a Goldberg's or a, or or some other show that's like just trying to throw it in your face that this, here's some, it's stuff that's very subtly done. And there are references that are just so, oh, it's just, it's masterful. It is such a good show. I'm re, I'm kind of started rewatching it now at this point in my life because I've watched it through twice and I've just the other night started up watching a couple more. And there's a great podcast that goes along with it with some of the actors. So, yeah, and there's it's you've got eight seasons and three movies. It's it's definitely worth your time. The movies aren't the best in the world, but the eight seasons are, are worth your time. So anyhow, so anyhow, back to our bracket. This is the Scrubs theme song. The actual theme song they'd use on the show, they only played about 15, 12 or fifteen seconds of it. But let's uh, let's give a little listen here. Just in time, head down the 405, gotta meet the new boss by 8 a.m. The phone rings in the car, the wife is working hard, she's running late tonight again. Well, I know what I've been told, you gotta work to feed the soul, but I can't do this all. All right, so what you heard there is goes into that chorus a little bit, and that really is the fullness of what the opening theme was for, for Scrubs. I can't do this all on my own. No, I know 
Superman. So that was what you actually heard when it would come on. And um and so that is sorry, that's the theme. Uh this actually goes up against our number ten slot. That was number seven. Number ten, um super popular show. It's Buffy. So there you go. Buffy versus Scrubs. Um, I could go either way on this one. I, Scrubs is actually a good show. If you've never watched Scrubs, it, it might be worth your time. It's a cute show, we should say. Um, but it will pull, man, It Scrubs will pull your heartstrings big time. Um, you know, it, it, but it, it, it really, it Scrubs starts out like one of those shows, almost like Seinfeld. It's like, we're never going to have a very special episode. But then it'll just hit you with some gut punches here and there. All right, so we've got one for Buffy, one for Scrubs, two, three Buffy, two Scrubs. I don't want to scrub. Scrub is the kind of can't get none of me. Um, let's see, where are we at now? Scrubs, Buffy. I like the drums in Scrubs. Buffy, uh, Buffy. All right, let's see. Let's come back down here. Uh, Buffy, one for Buffy, one for Scrubs. Two for Buffy, three for Buffy, two for Scrubs, four for Buffy, five for Buffy. So we're at five for Buffy, three for Scrubs. Right now, Buffy. The Buffies have it, ladies and gentlemen. The Buffies. Why the Buffies? The Buffies have it. What do you think of that? The Buffies. We're going to give it to the Buffies? Hmm? The Buffies? The Imodium Q36 Explosive Space Modulator. I've lost it. Uh, we've been going for like three hours. I don't know why I thought I'd be able to do this in a show. We're at, uh, Round one is the show. And then we'll come back and do rounds two and three and four later at a different show. So that'll be round two. And then we have round three, round four, round five, and then the, and then the championship game. I think, I think we won't have to listen, though, to all the songs coming up on the next one on the next couple so we won't have to go through them again uh back to the chat here really quickly to see where we're at now buffy the buffy's at the regatta um <laughs> hi we're the buffy's and the buffy's have it so buffy is moving on to round two where i believe regardless of what is chosen in this next uh this next matchup, uh, Buffy will get knocked out. So our number eight seed actually began its run in the late 80s, but it ran into the 90s, and I think it was more in the 90s than it was in the 80s. The actual theme came from in a, from a movie uh, years and years prior, but became synonymous with this show. Of course, we're talking about Star Trek The Next Generation in our number eight seed.
Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its continuing mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no one has gone before. Star Trek The Next Generation, where a character is killed by a plastic trash bag. Uh, that's our number eight slot, uh, or number eight seed, rather. They had, uh, did Star Trek The Next Generation, aired 178 episodes. The number nine slot, and this is a very specific now of this number nine, 145 episodes of this version of these teenagers with an attitude. Some of you need to get ready to revisit your childhood because in the number nine slot, the number nine seed rather is this. Now before all you Trekkies, before all you Trekkies start voting, listen to these guitars. Listen to this solo. I had to play the extended version because the other version had the stupid dialogue in it. So we'll get, we got to get to the chorus so that we can all hear it. By the way, I know these lyrics. No one will never break them down. The power lies on their side. Everybody! Go, go, Power Rangers! Go, go, Power Rangers! Go, go, Power Rangers! Mighty Morphin Power Rangers! All right. So that's the Power Rangers, Mighty Mor- the Mighty Morphin version of the Power Rangers. We weren't doing uh, Power Rangers Zero or whatever you call them, I, the, but the thing. I, look, that, the music from that show, to me, I really enjoyed a lot. And uh, Power Rangers hit super hard then. But I understand that, you know, you guys are all just so glad to hear the word Star Trek uttered on Geek Out Loud. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, 
I have a promise to keep to a non-friend. And, uh, and we will keep that once we're through here with the voting. So as the voting has started already, we've got one, two, three, four for next gen, five, six for next gen. Oh, one for Power Rangers, two for Power Rangers. Wow. We're at six for next gen, two for Power Rangers. Any, any, we need that one more for next gen to hit seven and close out the voting. But with three for Power Rangers coming up, I, I mean, I may just let it just kind of hang here for a little bit to see what we can do. Also, to figure out this shout out to a non-friend. All right. We're going to give it to Next Gen, ladies and gentlemen. And the final voting of round one of the March Madness television themes is over. So, this is what round two is going to look like in our timeless division. We have the Adams Family theme versus the Star, the original Star Trek theme. Monsters versus Gilligan's Island. The Adventures of Superman versus the 1966 Batman theme. Twilight Zone versus Mission Impossible. And uh, that's round two of the Thomas Vision. Round two of 70s TV is going to see Hawaii Five-0 against Wonder Woman. That's an interesting matchup. Those are ones we may have to listen to to think about and figure out. The Incredible Hulk versus Happy Days. I want to say I'm going to go ahead and call the Incredible Hulk and just y'all can all just, you know, get over it. But I don't know. This may be worth listening to and voting on. Brady Bunch versus The Muppet Show is a very interesting one. And then Chips versus Sanford and Son. Uh, Sanford and Son has an asterisk by it because I let some late voting come in because I wanted Sanford and Son uh, to win. All right. And now over in the 80s division, it's going to be the Greatest American Hero versus Cheers, My Lanta. What a powerhouse of television themes. Jefferson's versus Fraggle Rock. A-Team versus Different Strokes. Golden Girl. And interesting, I believe that Arnold and, uh, or that uh, Gary Coleman and Mr. T had some appearances together in some things. Big 80s powerhouses there. Uh, Golden Girls versus Dukes of Hazard. And then in the 90s, round two, it's going to be Law & Order versus Friends, Drew Carey versus Quantum Leap, Smallville versus that 70s show. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, we already have our winner there. Buffy versus Star Trek The Next Generation. And uh, and that will be our round two. Uh, several weeks ago, we were on the show and we were talking about a little game called, I brought up a game called Rygar. And uh, and started to talk about some different things as it pertains to the music and that sort of thing. Uh, recently, uh, this has been a bit ago, uh, but recently VG Music Revisited, which is a great YouTube channel, you need to check it out, has posted uh, a, a new piece of music from Rygar. What this in, what this channel is is it takes video game music that we all know and love that was done in that MIDI form back in the day. And uh, sits down in a very, you know, and, and puts basically orchestrated, orchestra, orchestral style uh, music. Rygar is, is, is a great game. And this person, this is v VG Music Revisited. And this is one of the things, and I said I was going to share this with uh, on my next episode. This is from...
Rygar has some of the best video game music of all time, and this guy has several of the worlds of music from Rygar in his um, in his in his repertoire on his channel. But just maybe something that might be a little more familiar. Everyone else who grew up with the old Nintendo, uh, you may remember Super Mario Brothers three. Super Mario Brothers 3. He also has some stuff from Zelda. This will be very familiar to you, I'm sure, when you hear this theme. Just a lot of work goes into this, and and the guy has has just a little, not quite two thousand subscribers, one point seven five k, which I believe that means one seventeen hundred fifty subscribers. So I, I would let me commend you, please, 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 head over to VG Music Revisited on YouTube and subscribe to this guy's channel, like it, let him know you heard about him on Geek Out Loud. You'll find something there that you enjoy, that you like to have. So I told him I would do it, and I wanted to make sure that I was faithful uh, to do that. Um, so here's the thing. I really didn't think it'd be this long. Next time, I should just keep it to 32 or, or maybe even just 16. But whatever happens, stay together. Uh <laughs> And uh, and 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 uh, check us out. Uh, don't forget, you can support the shows by using the Amazon links at Geek Out Online and geekoutpodcast.com. We also encourage you, if you're so if you so desire, to support us over at Patreon. Um, we have more exclusive content coming. Shaz Bazaar has moved. He, he and his family made a move to a new house, and so they're getting settled and everything. And uh, as soon as he's kind of freed back up, we'll, we'll be doing some more lifting up the car. Uh, Dave and I will be watching movies together. It's just going to be just a big old love fest over there on Patreon. We've got, uh, as I said, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull coming up. We've got uh, Adam Bray in the hot tub coming up. Uh, down the road, we've got Joey Marinara, Joey Molinaro from Rule the Galaxy coming up. I was on an episode of Rule the Galaxy not too long ago. Check those guys out on YouTube and on their wherever you get podcasts. They're they're a pretty good little show, um, a Star Wars themed show, if you will. We haven't talked about Mandalorian yet. Uh, haven't talked about. I hadn't got to. Let's see what else is going on that I've been watching. Uh, we won't get in there because we don't have time. Watch Psych. If nothing else in your life goes goes right, watch Psych. Yeah, I don't I don't know what else to tell you guys outside of oh geekoutonline at gmail.com. I'd love to get some emails from you. What do you think of this whole bracket? How angry have you been at some of the selections? Let me know some things I missed. We may be able to get an NIT bracket going. 
Maybe not. Seems like a lot of work. I want to do this for cartoon themes, you know, not just live action television themes. And so there's a thread over at the Guardians of the Goldiverse asking for the best cartoon themes. So you let me know. And hey, if you didn't like what went on today, just blame it on the rain. But whatever you do, don't put the blame on you or me. Thanks for joining us, everyone. I appreciate you so much. We'll see you around the Goldiverse. And we'll see you next time on Geek Out Loud. I should talk until we hit the like the, the real post of the chorus. Because the verses don't really matter. Everyone knows the chorus. No one cares about the verses. By the way, this is Millie Vanilli. Tragic, tragic story, Millie Vanilli. But uh, Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds did a great job of letting the surviving member Millie Vanilli be a part of the promotion for their movie Spirited a while back. All right, we'll see you next time. That was so weird. Geek out loud. We'll see you. I mean, that is right out of a time, isn't it? Like that, that period of time, like between 1988 and 1992, 93-ish, where you had all the electronic drums and stuff going. And um, and then, of course, like the, the, you think they're trumpets, but they're not really. They're, they're synthesized trumpets, but they're there. You know, there's some kind of brass sound behind it. Anyway, have a good one.